0: Hey, when does the show start?
1: Okay. Okay. One,
2: two, three, four.
3: It's time for four hours of
4: intellectually immature nonsense.
2: What's this monkey business going on today?
4: This is The Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this.
1: BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. With Bailey. I, I say I'm an idiot. All the time. If I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> and Nelson. Classic Nelson. This choked when the pressure was on. Son of The Bailey Show.
2: On 98 Rock.
5: Yeah, here it is Monday, the 29th day of January. 2024. If you had a great weekend, thanks for being here. Good morning. My name is Jason Bailey. Right there, that is Nikki D. That
6: is me. There is
5: Nelson. Good morning. Hey, there's Doug T. Good morning. And your phone number, 916-909-0985. Use that to get on the text machine as uh, well. Give us a like, share, follow on social. Listen to the BS. Uh, we'll start the live stream on the BS and 98 Rock Facebook page here at 7 a.m. Uh, and, of course, you can always get the podcast on TheBaileyShow.com or the Odyssey app. We'll have tickets. See Government Mule will be at the venue uh, here on the 16th of February. So we'll have tickets to see Government Mule uh, closer to uh, 8 o'clock. We'll do, uh, what do we do? We do Generally Speaking, Generally speaking. on Generally Mondays. Speaking. I can't, th- I, my brain, I don't know what is wrong with me. I don't know, Maybe there's a supplement I'm missing in my life. But literally, I just went to go write something down, and between the idea of the thought of that something I had in my head
6: and me going to write it down, I forgot. That's been happening to me, oh, too. Uh. I'm telling you, it's the older we're getting, our brains are dying. Please don't say that. I'm just Over saying. Please don't yep. say that. It's happening. <laughs>
5: Doug's like, welcome to my world. <laughs> 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 yeah, but here's the thing on top of it, is that I get a migraine because I, I'm like stressing my brain right after to think of it.
6: No, you have to just forget about it, right? and Aww. then it'll come back.
5: Let me tell you, this weekend, I don't know what we're doing. We're driving. My wife and I were in the car. We're driving, and I have a lot of conversations with myself in my head, especially when she's talking, and, uh, and so I, for some reason, was trying to think of an old friend of mine's name back in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, and I couldn't think of it for the life of me. But you can see the face. Oh, I I Mm could see the I could see the face. I Mm could see everything. You know how he talks, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And it hurt my brain so badly that I almost had to pull over because I started to get this migraine and my my hands are on my forehead. And my wife goes, Rachel goes, are you okay?" And I said, no. She goes, what's wrong? I said, I'm thinking. (laughs) <laughs> oh, no. Oh,
1: no.
6: <laughs> <laughs> She's, you to think that hard.
5: Right? Yeah. She's like, you're thinking pretty damn hard over there. Are we going to be okay? We're going to get home okay? I said, yeah, we'll be fine. All right. Uh, congratulations to the 49ers. Yeah. So uh looks like we got a Super Bowl set. It'll be the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. The Chiefs beat the Ravens 1710. Uh, 10. Good football game there and uh, a really good football game with Detroit. And the 49ers, you know, um, uh, yesterday, back-to-back games, they're they're two really good football teams. Kyle Shanahan was, you know, down at halftime, right, with a big comeback, Uh, you know, the Lions had a 17-point lead at halftime. And I'm like, okay, Shanahan, you've been in this situation before just on the opposite side of things. I know. I lived in that city when it happened, when it was 28-3 at halftime Mm -hmm. and the Patriots came back to beat you when you were with the Falcons. Best and now right, right. And now it's 24 3. Are you going to be able to do the same thing? Uh and he did. And uh, you know, it was it was it was it was it was pretty cool. It was good to see. Uh Journey was there at the game yesterday. They mm. omitted Detroit from Don't Stop Believing." That's so <laughs> clever because you can't have that. You know, so um did you watch? No, you did. You know what? It's a it's a playoffs.
6: I don't watch football. I barely watch the Super Bowl.
5: Uh, well, you got to watch Super Bowl.
6: I don't have mm-hmm. to watch the Super Bowl. Nope, There's plenty of so Super Bowls that I have not watched.
5: Yeah, it's plenty of what you haven't watched. Super
6: Bowl. Right.
5: I thought you said Super Bowls. <laughs> no, rewind the tape. <laughs> did you hear Super Bowls?
4: There's For sure. Plenty, plenty I haven't of, watched.
5: <laughs> plenty of Super Bowls she hasn't watched. So one, I was reading something this morning. One in eleven people plan to watch the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. <laughs> one in eleven. See? which well I know it's not for everybody but how could
6: it not be right Because everybody's yeah. not into football and most of the time if you watch the Super Bowl you only gonna tune in for the halftime show and then I'm back off to whatever I'm doing in life.
5: I would argue that most people watch the Super Bowl and they don't even like football.
6: Right. But what do they watch it for? Cuz they're at a watch party cuz that's the only mm-hmm. way I'm watching the whole thing. I watched it last year because I was at your house for a party. If I'm at my own house, I will not turn it on. Now, Usher's performing. So, this year if I'm home, I'll turn it on, I'll go. watch Usher and I'll turn it off.
5: FOMO. I mean, it's because it's the big event, biggest mm-hmm. uh-huh. event that's happening <clears throat> at least on that day, right? I mean, mm-hmm. arguably the one of the biggest events of the year. I mean, you right. could obviously say, OK, well, you know, you've got the NBA championship, you got the World Series. And depending on what the storyline is, nothing compares to the Super Bowl just because it's such an event right i mean it's, it, it
6: it gives me anxiety i don't why? know how you guys sit and do this weekend after weekend after weekend that game you're speaking of with atlanta that was the first time in my life that i was at my own home by myself and i turned on to watch the, the game because the falcons were in the super bowl right, yeah. and that game gave me so much anxiety i had so many different emotions through the course of those couple of hours i was happy i was sad my heart was beating. I was anxious. And then ultimately, I was left very sad and disappointed. I wouldn't do that every week to myself.
5: I'm going to tell you something, and you're not going to like it. What's that? <laughs> you, are you listening? To me I'm you? listening. You're not going to like this.
6: I'm sure I will. You're won't. really,
5: like, and I'm sorry to do this at the beginning of the show, but you you opened the forbidden door. Okay. No, no. What? You're a football fan.
6: No, I'm not. Oh. You are. Oh.
5: If you no, I'm not. Yes, yes, you are. If you it, that's what sports does to you. If you watch a game, especially you know now you had you were semi invested because it was the Falcons that year, but you know you watched a game not really knowing what's going on on the field, and you were able to have that array of emotions. That means you're a football fan.
6: No, yep. that means I don't want to no. do that every week. I don't
5: like it. You might not like it, uh, right. but that's that's a football fan. I mean, no. and, and, and you know I can even argue the point is. You're actually more of a football fan than I am.
6: How so? <laughs> because you know way more than I do. It doesn't
5: matter of what I know. It does, like, when I watch football on the weekends, I'm watching the Red Zone more or less for bets or for mm-hmm. fantasy football, and so I don't have time for the... You know, I don't really have a dog in the hunt, you know? I mean, yeah. y- you watched a game. I did. Mm-hmm. I don't have those emotions every weekend. <laughs> you had more emotions in one game than I think I've had my entire life. I was just say, do you have emotions in any weekend? Like, what emotions? Well, that's tough for me, too. I don't just don't have emotions. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. you know, period the end of story. <laughs> but but you watch the Super Bowl for FOMO, right? Fear of missing out because mm-hmm. that's what everyone, the world, uh, well, at least here in the United States, will be talking about the next day. Something will happen even if something doesn't stand out that happens. People will make something happen yep. mm-hmm. at the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, the, the the halftime show adds a whole different element to the Super Bowl for people like yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, and this year it's going to you know really get interesting, especially with prop bets because of the Taylor Swift effect. Mm-hmm. Is that you know she's in Tokyo the night before? I know you know for the purist, you hate hearing about Taylor Swift, and oh, and, yeah. and I think a lot of it is you're just you're just fighting. What is the obvious? Just to try to be cool. You know, it's right. like, oh man, I'm into football. I can't talk about Taylor Swift. It's just it's not so stupid. Let's talk about X's no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like, you, you sound silly. I don't sound silly. You sound silly. So she's in Tokyo the night before. So she has to catch a flight to go see her boyfriend perform the next day, mm. which she can do because it's what, a 12 hour flight from Tokyo? Uh, into Vegas, in which yeah,
1: commercial yeah, commercial not what Taylor Swift is
2: flying
5: right, right, right. The, I mean, she's not getting on Spirit Airlines, <laughs> no. not at all. So she no. she can and she will make it. But the prop bet is: will she join Usher for the halftime show? She's, I believe, turned down the Super Bowl. She's never performed the Super Bowl halftime show, right? No, no, yeah. she's I think, I think she's always turned it down for whatever reason. So this year, will she perform? with Usher I mean like I mean I would love I don't know if it's out there in like Bovada or MGM or DraftKings yet but I would love to see the over under on that uh, because uh, I'm I'm putting my name in the hat as she 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 gets up there. I and-
6: think she will not perform simply because I I don't think she's already everything that they're talking about. I think she won't want to overshadow him on his Super Bowl night. There you go. So she won't
5: do. You it. You know what? If you got about fifty dollars, we can make some money. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do what uh, I do with uh, a lot of people, even my wife and my daughter, and. We sit there and we go through the prop bets and we place our bets. If you'd like to get in on that and maybe make a little coin,
6: I mean, I missed out on the boxes last year.
5: The, well, okay, we <sighs> the, the boxes. I, I I think I'm going to a Super Bowl party this year where I'm I'm a I'm sure there's going to be boxes there. If not, I got a buddy back in Atlanta. He's got the. He's got the best Super Bowl party, and the, he's got boxes that he sells for 100 bucks a box. Dang. So you can win some really Dang. good money there. Yeah. So he's got Every tons of Every time I boxes. saw
6: you walking around with all that money handing to people, I'm like, why didn't I pick boxes?
5: What was I doing? Did you not pick boxes at my house? No. Eye? Why not?
6: Because I didn't know what I was doing. And everybody's like, put your name on this box and this box and that box, and I'm like, I don't know what any of this means. I'm just going to wait and see. And see? And you're like- Boom! Here's ninety dollars for you and ninety dollars for you. I'm like, I want ninety dollars.
5: See, FOMO. You, you <laughs> missed. You missed out on the boxes. You <laughs> missed oh out on- hey, Can you let me? So, uh, sports book gambling is illegal in the state of California, but and I don't know the answer to this. So maybe somebody listening does. If I drive to Reno, which is you know hour-ish away, right? Mm-hmm. If I drive just, or not even to Reno, if I just drive over the line, yes. And I take my laptop with me. And it tracks the location of my IP address. Can I then place a bet on a DraftKings or a BetMGM or something to that effect? Does anybody know the answer to
1: that? I know the answer to that. If oh, you, you want do? It. Yeah, you're yeah, go ahead. If you're looking from the audience, I would let the no, audience no, no. join in. No, no, Go ahead and tell me. It's yes, because in Iowa, which where I'm at, Omaha is on the state line mm-hmm. of Nebraska, mm-hmm. and Iowa uh, sports betting is legal. Right. And as soon as on the bridge, on the I-80 bridge as you cross Missouri, when you get to the legal state line, I can make a bet on DraftKings at that moment. Really? And it knows as soon as I'm a foot on the other side of the line that I I cannot make a bet any longer. Really? Yeah.
5: I gotta I gotta I gotta I gotta map out the how much where I go like is there like a gas station? (laughs) Literally just (laughs) drive over the the line.
3: Just past the trucky. Just yeah. yeah.
5: (laughs) Just just get me somewhere where I can make those bets. I I
3: believe it's Verde, Verde, Nevada.
5: Verde. All right, Verde, here I come. 916 909 0985. You want to start us off? A little recap of the weekend outside of watching football. I did attend it. It was an actual football game, the Pig Bowl. Yeah. Was, I mean, these guys actually played. I did, did not know what to expect. I knew they were playing a game, but these guys played some football. And Nikki had a little birthday getaway to Napa where she uh, rubbed some elbows with some celebrities and famous people. So we'll hear about that here in a minute. Big thanks uh, to those that put on the 50th annual Pig Bowl, the uh, big charity game before uh, between law enforcement and fire, uh, for having me out. It was uh, it was a cool event. I got to tell you at Hughes Stadium, and they they, they like Ben uh, who played uh, for the fire side of things. They uh, helicopters came and they dropped the first ball and the guys had to try and catch it. And
6: how was that?
5: Disaster. I mean, it was it, like. <laughs> it was it, i mean they were about 50 feet up you know how difficult that is right. when i say disaster i mean the idea was great but they didn't even come close oh okay they didn't even come close you know it's 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 really i mean you see these guys and they're just like <laughs> yeah, we
6: don't know which way
5: but it was fun because you know they had the uh, the flyover with the the law enforcement helicopters which was kind of neat and i think mm. i think I didn't put this together until afterwards. I think that they were practicing the ball drop by my house before the game because when my wife and I were on our way to Hughes Stadium – we were like, oh, there must be some police. Like, what's going on? Because, like, right by our house, like, there must be police activity. And my wife is, you know, all these ideas. She's like, oh, they, they're dropping a net on something. I'm like, they don't drop nets from helicopters. <laughs> <laughs> and so we were trying to figure out what they were doing. And then when we got there and we saw the whole gimmick, I was like, I bet you they were practicing dropping the football.
6: It's not far from your house, the stadium? In a helicopter, it's not okay. You know,
5: for, for my car, I mean, it was you know probably about thirty minutes or so, but it was cool. You know, they had the safety fair set up. Uh, you know, for
6: the
5: kids b- and stuff? before, well, for me, you know, for everybody. I mean,
1: it was me. He said
6: for me. For me? <laughs> did they
1: uh, did they say anything over the loudspeaker when they were on the the helicopter? What do you mean? Like, were they calling anything down or, or anything? They weren't saying anything from the helicopter? Not that I know of. Oh, See, now you haven't lived until you've heard the police helicopter do that. And if you just go back over to my old apartment, you'll hear it about every Monday through Thursday at about 1 o'clock in the afternoon. It flies about two buildings taller than the buildings. I've never seen a helicopter that low in my life.
5: Well, oh, if you're asking me if I've ever heard a police helicopter talked to me Uh yes i have (laughs) if you were asking if they did it on saturday no they did not yeah i
1: was at both of those really yeah so Mm. thank you for answering
5: yes that is correct oh by the (laughs) way quickly before we get to nikki's uh weekend and the celebrity that she met but um tomorrow i have a surprise for you nelson oh no what yeah oh no is a great response
1: yeah i just like i feel like oh no is a great response
5: the bit we did on Friday with Nelson's Most Honest Estate Sale. Uh-huh.
1: Oh, no. Something really valuable got sold, huh? No.
5: Son of a... No. Oh, okay. No, 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 It's not over. I can't believe you. I what? what? My mind is blown with what I found out over the weekend.
6: What did you find wow. out?
5: You don't have to wait till tomorrow.
6: Oh, Oh. my gosh. That's the worst tease ever.
5: (laughs) Obviously not if you're freaking out over it.
6: Dang. Yeah,
5: sorry. Anyway. Did you get
6: the key
5: back? uh, I do. I'll bring that to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: need to get this thing turned in.
5: She's got four keys. Uh, I've got the key in a bag with something else that I'm going to bring in tomorrow. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, uh uh-oh It's a great response. You guys are killing it today.
6: What did I'd he like, Yeah, you know it's not good. No. So it says surprise, he doesn't mean good. But I'm trying to think because I went back through your apartment so that those nope. type of things wouldn't be found, and I thought I got everything. No,
5: you missed a huge one. Big one. You, Nelson, are gonna feel like an idiot tomorrow. Dum dumb to dum dumb. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, how was your trip to Napa? <laughs> 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 I'm just over here, like, what in the world? It's a hard left, got left turn. Left out? Yeah. Got punched in the mouth. Yeah, Nikki, Nikki uh, doing it up this weekend, living uh, the lavish oh, lifestyle.
6: Gosh. So, yes, um, I go to Napa. Everything is laid out so nice. Um, our good friend here, Kim, like put all this together because I just in passing one day said I haven't been to Napa since I've been here. Oh, you have to go to Napa. You have to do wine tasting.
5: I'm, I'm sure that's how that okay. line went. Right? <laughs> yeah. What so, are
6: you doing this weekend? I don't know, but a trip to Napa for my birthday without
5: me paying for anything sounds like a good idea. <laughs> no, no.
6: This is a conversation that was had months way before my birthday. I did not ask anyone to take me here. It was suggested. Okay? Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. <laughs> so we, we go to Napa. We get to our first wine tasting um, place. It's beautiful. I do feel feel bourgeois it's like really nice yeah. and then I thought because I've never been to one that they just pour you a little thing and you swish the glass and smell it and see if it's got legs it or something right that's what I mm-hmm. thought we would be doing but th- they bring us this menu and they bring out glasses of wine yeah. so my first um winery that we went to I had five glasses of wine Jeez, that's a, now that's more than a bottle listen I'm not a drinker right So I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to
5: put in a nap and huh?
6: drink this wine (laughs) because people are paying for this for me. I can't not drink it. And my first sip I took, I was like, this is gross. And I'm like, all right, I talk to myself. I'm like, Nikki, you got to push through, be a big girl, act like you've been somewhere before and just drink it. Mm -hmm. So that's what I did. I just drunk it, drunk it, drunk it, drunk it. (laughs) Boom. It's gone well by the time we get to the second one i don't realize that i'm probably drunk but i am i don't realize it until i go to the bathroom so i go in the bathroom i'm dressed cute i got my hat and stuff on you know and i get in the bathroom and it's me and two other uh, ladies that i'm with and i bend down to pull the little paper thing that you put on the toilet and when i bend over i just kept going luckily my hat kept going i fell so luckily, <laughs> in, the bathroom. in the bathroom. So luckily, my hat stopped me from touching the entire floor. And so Kim and Michelle are like, oh my God, are you okay? And I'm just laughing because I'm like, Why am I in the bathroom almost on the floor?
5: Did you not read the sign before you went in?
6: What did the sign say?
5: Don't bring your Georgia here.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Take your redneck ass
2: home.
5: (laughs) Go get yourself a beer.
6: (laughs) So I get myself together. I come out. I'm like, all right, I need to splash some water on my face or something. So then I walk back in to get ready to start the second one and I'm like I don't know how this is gonna go so I'm starting the second one the second one was better because we didn't have full glasses we got the little spin slush mail and drink well while we're doing that there's a guy who comes in with this woman and they stand right next to us so I look at him and I say out loud now he's California like he's what I expected to see when I came here like he's what I see on tv and so the guy who's serving. Why did us, you
5: say that? Was he solar powered or something? No,
6: he had the glasses <laughs> on, the braids. He had like a hat with oh. like some symbols on it that he looked California. Okay, like he looked like Snoop and Dre and those type of guys. Gotcha. He looked California. Mm-hmm. So uh, another one of our coworkers says, "Um, hey, this guy wants to meet y'all," and we're like, "What?" Well, not mainly me, but. <laughs> more complex and we're like what so we go over and talk to him and he's like some big time rapper he has half a million followers and he was like almost more excited to meet us than we were to meet him and I'm like this is cool and then his girlfriend baby mama wife not sure what she was to him, but they do have kids together her birthday was the day after mine so then I chopped it up with her so I'm like this was a pretty good trip I came out Got a little bit drunk. I think I had alcohol poisoning, but I got over it. You did and not. Then, no,
5: you did not have. I promise you. if You wouldn't well, be here right. today if you had alcohol. No, so is this guy I this big it. of a deal that you don't even remember his name?
6: His name's Absol. I just know you oh. wouldn't know
5: who he ab- was. Well, I mean, I, bite your tongue. I am a huge ab- Absol. Absol. You, <laughs> you said Absol, right? You didn't ab- say Absol. okay,
6: Axel? Ab. Oh.
5: Absol.
1: Yeah, that's. God, I thought she said a I curse word. Clear up this Pan Pam situation. Can here.
5: you? Yeah, dude, I love his stuff.
6: <laughs> I sure you do. Oh my oh, God, that
5: second album he put out was so much better than the first.
6: What What was your favorite song off of it?
5: Uh, drink it up, wine. <laughs> drink it up, wine.
6: Drink it up,
5: wine. <laughs> Watch me wine. Watch me die, watch me feel just fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know Bailey was just telling me the other
1: day how much he reminisced about the album "Do What Thou Wilt." You know, 2016 was a hard it was a hard year for him, and to be able to dig into that Soul uh, album was really. Uh, I think Huey knew he then uh, that was the one he liked. Well,
5: it, a lot of it's the producer. I mean, riffy <laughs> riff. Riffy riff. Uh, oh,
2: riffy riffy. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah,
5: it was. Yeah, it was,
6: and I think he was
5: there filming his documentary, My Trip to Napa.
6: Probably so. <laughs> no, the thing that tipped everybody off was his girlfriend said, I told you nobody would recognize you here. And she was right, because none of us oh, did. No. Nailed it. <laughs> Keep did, her around. But,
5: She's a visionary.
6: But uh, but he was a really nice guy. <laughs> so now I'll follow him. Like.
5: Yeah, I don't know your name. Prove it. Do something. Rap. <laughs> Make words rhyme right now. Go.
6: <laughs> yeah, so my overall Napa experience was really fun. Well, good. Was a good time.
5: Yeah, that's good. It's uh, We went up there uh, a couple times. You know, we're, we're not big wine people.
6: So what'd you do when you went up there? <sighs>
5: We, I mean, we, I didn't experience freestyle rap. Yeah, I I just went out to meet my rap buddies. (laughs) (laughs) That's 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 where we meet. That's our secret meeting spot. Uh Yeah, they don't want to be out in public with me, so we (laughs) we have to go there. What a nap! (laughs) That's where we meet up, and that's where our secret laboratory is, where we write our rhymes and do our spitting. <laughs> we didn't do, I didn't do the whole experience like you did. It was more like a we're there, we're going to stop, we whatever is closest and we're out. Oh, we're not okay, big okay. wine people either. Yeah. That's not really our thing.
2: Right, right, right. You know,
5: it's like I guess, you know, I am trying to find a spot to take uh, Rage for her birthday and I was like, "Do you want to go up there?" and she's like, "You know, and I'm asking they her, "They
6: have nice resorts though."
5: Yeah, and it's really pricey, you know, but it's very foo-foo and it's very touristy the Napa. People are saying if you want to do it go to, like Sonoma, it's a lot more low key. And I was like, "We don't drink... like Why would we drive up there? We don't even drink wine, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think we're going to go south. (laughs) I was like, find me a beach. Give me a towel. Give me a beer or give me, you know, something and put me on the beach with a hat on. That's, what, that's our style, you know, so. Uh, but I'm glad you did have a good time. That was nice. Great time. Yeah. Did you spend the entire day up there?
6: Yeah, we went to two wineries. We went to have food. Then we went to a bakery. We stopped at the Napa sign to take pictures. That's so nice. It was a full day, yeah. Oh, for sure. Really
5: nice. I'm glad you had a good time.
6: Thank you. Yeah,
5: yeah. It was a good capper on your birthday?
6: Yeah. yeah. Aside from my alcohol poisoning.
5: You didn't? Oh, my God. Yeah, don't end Stop your saying that. Yeah, because you're ending a, a nice trip with people that were nice enough to take you there with,
6: they poisoned me. I about died. No, I didn't say they poisoned <laughs> me. I poisoned myself. You yeah. did not have alcohol poisoning.
5: I've had alcohol poisoning. <laughs> I promise you. Nelson lives with alcohol poisoning. Yeah.
6: I, I know what you
1: got was drunk <laughs> there's a difference yeah You got had drunk. to get
6: liquid IV milk. it'd be funny okay. if she doesn't
5: show up tomorrow she checks herself into some
1: <laughs>
6: rehab
5: <laughs> i think i have a problem no ma'am you don't have a problem you just got drunk one day it's not a big deal you'll live all right first round of headlines what do you got
6: I'm going to tell you where a Tahoe missing woman was found and what special guests popped up at the 49ers game.
5: All right, two big stories from today. Get you a first round of headlines here in a minute.
6: Stand by for news. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for today's
2: top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra.
6: Read all about
5: it. And headlines. Yeah, and here we go. First round of headlines. Thanks so much to Good Guys. Heating and air. 530. Good air. Nikki D.
6: Tahoe has had avalanches and now a missing person h1
1: a woman who was thought to be missing was actually stuck on a ski gondola in the cold for 15 hours
6: a skier in lake tahoe was taking the lift back down the mountain and it automatically just stopped out of nowhere She ended up being stranded there overnight for 15 hours. Her phone wasn't working. She couldn't call anybody. The only good thing about all this was she was in one of those gondolas that were at least closed in. It wasn't totally open to the elements, but she was never rescued. They didn't find out that she was there until the next morning when workers came in and started it back up. And then it dumped her out down at the bottom,
5: and she, from what I read, lost her voice
6: because she was screaming so much for help. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, but she was—I uh, believe it was the heavenly, you know, the the, the gondolas that go up, mm-hmm. you know. So in which I mean, look like small apartments for the most part. But how how do you get? I mean, you can still—I guess at night it's different. I mean, I haven't seen it at night, but during the day, you can see if there's one stuck. I mean, you can see all the way up. To the very top right
1: yeah but I mean they they lock forgive me for not knowing this but they're like locked in place along the track aren't they so isn't this just the case of them doing a, a
5: poor head count yeah but they rotate like one goes up one you know they, they they go up and they come back down for 15 hours seems like for maybe a couple hours I'd give you but 15 hours seems a little excessive. Yeah, Ask but what time, ha-
1: does the, what time does the resort shut down is what I mean. Like, did she get on? Like, she was one of the last people to get on the gondola and then midway through the ride because they didn't do a good head count, they just shut the ride down. You know what I mean? That's what if it that's, sounds like. But if f- that's 8 o'clock at night, 12 hours is 8 a.m., it's still 15 hours. It doesn't seem long.
2: Oh,
5: I don't know. It, it seems a little long to me. Does she have a cell phone? Is there an emergency phone in there or something? Flares?
1: She didn't have her
6: phone on her. Because I yeah, guess she why, probably was skiing or something, and I guess people don't ski with their phones.
1: Yeah, like, I don't know. Buck, uh, Bailey's got a good point there. Why isn't there like in an, in an elevator? Why isn't there a pick this up in case of an emergency? Not talking on just like your dangly feet one, but he's talking like you said the the apartment looking one. the, yeah, completely the one
5: that's enclosed closed in. one. Yeah. yeah. Well, I would have gotten out and shimmied.
6: No way. They had a first aid kit and everything in there. She couldn't find anything. She was frazzled, which I completely understand. This is the fault of the people that work there, and they're saying that they're going to try to get to the bottom of what happened.
5: Can I get that paper? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. I want to save that next time we're up there. My wife wants to do this. <laughs> oh
2: <my God>.
5: <laughs> <laughs> she 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 was like, "Why not? Let's do it." I'm like, "No, we're going to get stuck." She's like, "Yeah, right." I'm like, "Okay. Look, Look at, at what Nikki gave me." <laughs> i've got it highlighted in everything <laughs> this is real <laughs> i am not going up in that thing uh you know but the, you, you think 15 hours is just it's a long time It is a long did time. she have
6: snacks at least no she didn't have anything luckily she didn't have to go to the hospital um the fire and rescue looked her over and she was fine why'd she go potty too I mean, yeah oh
5: right yeah. i don't know like you look up there and you're like something coming out of that gondola.
6: It's a, it's if I was weird. stuck for 15 hours, I'd pee on myself and not even care. I'd be wanting warmth so bad. That's disgusting. Yeah, but you'll immediately I mean, I'm be saying, cold. I'll be warm for a second.
5: This woman, it took us 25 hours to rescue. <laughs> right. <laughs> Nobody wanted to go and get her. Oh, my God. The smell from the gondola was disgusting. We're going to leave her up there and let it air out a little bit.
6: Oh, my God. I'll show them.
5: All right, second story.
6: Move over, Taylor. There's a new celeb in town, H2.
1: There is a lot of confetti on the field here at Levi's Stadium. Talk to a lot of people. The 49ers are very happy, as you might imagine. One of the great comebacks in NFL history.
6: Taylor Swift at the games has been a thing that's been going on this entire season. Some people are over it. Well, the 49ers have their own celebrity who showed up at their uh, championship game, and that's the Grateful Dead guitarist <laughs> Bob Ware. Oh. <laughs> yep.
5: <laughs> hey, you know what?
6: Same, same. Same.
5: <laughs> Like, much respect. There's no doubt about it, right? <laughs> but your apple's to oranges on
1: this
6: one. They're I'm saying right. he's the uh, Bay Area Taylor Swift. That's what people were commenting. Bob
5: Weir. It sounds
1: like, who, who was the guy that was second to Steve Jobs? Wasn't he a Bob Wozniak?
5: Oh. <laughs> Bob Steve Weir Wozniak. sounds like the
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Steve Wozniak. Yeah, just Bob sounds like the second guy at Microsoft. You know what I mean? Like,
5: Well, they had, you know, I thought it was cool they had Journey come out. You know, I mean, there's, you know, Bay Area, of course. You know, mm-hmm. they like to have Journey play. And then to omit Detroit from Don't Stop Believin', I thought that was kind of clever. But, you know, you can't out-Taylor Taylor. Taylor. No. Right? You can't. You know, and then, you know, you've got – you're going to have to be – you know, Eminem represented Detroit, Mm -hmm. which, you know, he's got stroke. So who's the Bay Area going to have in the box (laughs) where the cameras can be fixated on that person? You can't have Bob. Right, no offense, no. Bob, but you're going to have to do better than Bob.
3: They usually they used to do Huey Lewis all the time. Well, he was the guy.
5: I, and I second concert I ever went to, and I love Huey Lewis, but again,
3: <laughs> still Huey. <laughs> Steve Perry, come on. you,
5: you, 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 you now, Steve Perry ain't showing up for a oh, damn that's thing. Right. No. Yeah, he's done. Never you know, mind. Steve Perry ain't going anywhere. You're gonna, you know, Stephen Jenkins, Third Eye Blind, much respect, love him to death, but still, just not Taylor Swift. So the 49ers are going to have to. Maybe we, we help them this week and try to figure out who I they can live. who they can bring to the table. Because are a lot of people, you know, from the Bay Area. Right? I mean, we could get a whole back together. And you can grab from Sacramento. Oh, right. You know, because it's uh, you know they kind of go hand in hand. So you can grab it.
3: Sammy Hagar is a Bay Area guy. There you go.
5: Hagar Hagar would mm-hmm. hold hold more water than the rest of the names that have yep. been said. Yes. Courtney yeah. Love. No.
1: Oh? <laughs> no, Courtney. You don't think we can put Courtney up against Taylor? Courtney certainly would think she could go up against Taylor.
5: <laughs> oh, and by the way, look, it was a great comeback, and I'm really happy the 49ers in the Super Bowl. You know, I got to be a homer. It's great. It's great. It's awesome. But did we really need to shoot off fireworks in my neighborhood last night and scare yep. my dogs? Was oh, that, of course. Was that really necessary?
6: Mm-hmm. Celebration. Yeah. <laughs> At least it's something that made sense where they were shooting off fireworks not too long ago for Christmas. Like, when they start doing that? Come on.
5: My neighbors (laughs) shoot off fireworks for no reason whatsoever. (laughs) Come on,
6: it's Christmas.
5: My daughter took the trash out.
2: (laughs) All
5: right, uh, so next we're going to talk to a friend of mine. Her name is Julia Ferris, and this is uh, by popular demand from a conversation that we had last week when we were talking about the American Nightmare uh, documentary on Netflix, the Denise Huskins situation, Vallejo, back in 2015. And the guy that ended up with the home invasion and kidnapping and rape. And so the idea of PTSD came up because he's ex military. I had said PTSD doesn't, you know, does a lot of horrible things to a body, to a person, but that's not one of them. And then somebody in the military called with PTSD, agreed. And I asked him if he'd ever been, uh, you know, what he's doing to treat his PTSD and uh, told him about brain mapping and testosterone maintenance together combined. Never heard of it. And then I just started getting inboxed from people asking about this more and more and more. So she is the owner of Neurotherapy Centers of America. She's actually a California girl. She lives out on the East Coast back in, uh, in Georgia, but she uh, she started this company to save her husband's life as he suffers from PTSD after his like second or third tour when he came back. Her story's phenomenal. It is a warrior story. Yep. But what she offers and what she can do for those that, not just PTSD, but anxiety and depression, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, is remarkable. So we'll get you a little bit more about that when Julia joins the program here next. Thank you. Hey, welcome back. It's The BS. Uh, the live stream is up on our Facebook as well as the 98 Rock Facebook if you want to Join the Begars in the conversation here on a Monday. My name is Jason Bailey. Good morning right there, Nikki D. There is Nelson and Doug T. Kyle on the other side of the glass. Uh, Last week we were talking about the American Nightmare documentary on Netflix, uh, the story of Denise Huskins from Vallejo. And back in 2015, uh, her and her boyfriend, there was a home invasion. She was kidnapped. She was sexually assaulted. The guy they eventually found, spoiler alert, Matthew Muller, ex-military, ex-Harvard grad. And that conversation kind of shifted to PTSD, what could cause, you know, somebody to act in such an outlandish story because the cops didn't believe her calling it a hoax and so on and so forth. That's that story. But the idea of PTSD and I said, you know, look, I've known many people that uh, have suffered and still suffer from PTSD and it does a lot of things to a body, but sexual assault is not one of them. And a gentleman, a uh, military guy called up and said that he does suffer from PTSD. And we had that conversation. I said, have you ever heard of brain mapping? Right. You know, I'm just kind of getting you called up to speed on how this conversation came about. Well, have you ever heard of brain mapping? He had never heard of brain mapping. So I have a friend. Her name is Julia Ferris. Uh, she's the owner of Neurotherapy uh, Centers, with an S, of America. NeurotherapyCenters. I'm sorry, NeurotherapyCentersUSA.com. And she got into this business, learned from the ground up from the best in the world in order to help slash fix not only her family, but her husband, Julia. Good morning.
0: Good morning. How are you?
5: Good, good. So we don't have as much time here on the radio shows we, we, we have, uh, prior and on the podcast and whatnot, but just quickly kind of tell people how you got into this and then what is brain mapping?
0: Uh, and and just so you know, brain mapping, if you just Google brain mapping, you'll find a lot of different uh, types of brain mapping, and what I do is through neurotherapy, so it's EEG brain mapping is specifically what I do. So how I got into this and how I ended up here is that my husband was declining psychologically, physically, emotionally, and I didn't really know what was going on. He had deployed, um, wasn't necessarily in a combat zone, but it was a hostile situation, um, a lot of things changed for him. He had had some injury through uh, military training, some uh, in in his case, it was percussive injury. So loud blasts near his head that rocked him um, and had some you know, just just a lot of uh, uh, physical stuff that happened to his his head. Um, there was some emotional stuff. He had struggled with anxiety. I didn't really understand anxiety to that degree at this at this point. But nevertheless, um, he started having some psycho-emotional problems, and he lost his job, and just kept declining to where he went from a corporate manager um, engineer with uh, a major railroad company um, to not even being able to estimate uh, for you know local companies. He couldn't even do numbers, and he was uh, a minor, a math minor, so it was terrible. Um, he he could barely make eighteen dollars an hour, a few few hours a week. Um, and I was having to pick up the pace. So, you know, we had at the time, believe it or not, seven children we had raised. And um, I had been at home and I needed to find answers. So, so I started searching. And I had some friends in the functional medicine world that started pointing me in various directions. And um, at this point, my, my home was in uh, foreclosure and I was hiding my vehicles. Um, but I had some people living in an old house, long story short. I conjured up some money and got a neurotherapy program. It was real basic. I had to do it at home. I had to teach myself through one of the doctors that I knew. And my husband's brain woke up. And it wasn't the absolute fix-all because, as you know, there were some other things hormonally that we did to kind of um, put us to the next level. But nevertheless, it kind of took him out of that really deep mental fog and, and the memory loss, and he just came alive. So that's
5: how I ended up here, and, and it's not just you know when you when you're when you're listening to this the the PTSD for those that suffer from it. But you're like, well, how does it affect me? But this is also like under the umbrella of anxiety and depression.
2: Yeah,
5: uh, yep. And and Julie and I connected at a Christmas party some years ago at Diamond Dallas Page the the wrestler's house. And when she's telling me the story, like I didn't talk to anybody else that night. I was just so interested in listening to her story and talking with her husband and her son. Uh, because I'm such a big proponent of testosterone maintenance, which comes into play with this. When you then finally get into this field, uh, you learn that they kind of go hand in hand. When you figure out when you map the brain, and what she has done to me, and she puts these like little probes on my head, and then she's got software, mm-hmm. and she is able to tell you exactly who you are, what's, you know, like, I mean, it was it was creepy, right? I mean, it was, like, really creepy.
6: Yeah, she nailed it. Like, the the thing she was able to determine just from looking at your brain about your characteristics and what makes you tick, my mouth was on the floor. I couldn't believe
5: it. So, Julia, when you do this to someone that needs you, and, and by the way, she can do this remotely. Again, the website is neurotherapycenters, with an S, usa.com, and we'll post it on our social media as well. You then learn what possibly are, is the issue, issues, correct?
0: Yeah, and, you know, over time and through experience, you realize that there are certain markers in in even the way that their mental health presents that you want to go looking for hormones. And so there, and I want to put this out there, um, actually Joe Rogan talked heavily about it and and featured this guy, his name is um, Mark Gordon. And Dr. Mark Gordon worked with Dr. Amen, on the hormone protocols, which is a major component for any therapy that you do to actually, quote, stick. So rewiring the brain is so important because the brain begins to um, basically uh, uh, miswire itself to compensate for certain things or wire itself to accommodate PTSD and anxiety. And we can regulate that, but if you don't fix the underlying issues, Um, It starts to come back. So you can actually alleviate a huge amount of the symptoms of PTSD um, with neurotherapy and hormone therapy uh, before any counseling actually takes place. You can be in counseling and therapy for years and it just doesn't stick. You know all this stuff in your mind, but something is wrong. And so physical, um, extreme physical injury or even repeated minor injury to the brain Um, has the same effect as a major physical injury to the brain. And then you have a lot of uh, PTSD and extreme psychological events that cause the same type of brain injury. So this disrupts the hormone production because it'll disrupt the signals between the pituitary and hypothalamus gland in the brain and and even the hippocampus, and suddenly the brain can't signal to to produce pregnenolone, which says produce testosterone or whatever the, the hormone is. So even women can be really low in testosterone. Um, believe it or not, I actually take testosterone, um, and that fixed my my estrogen and proge- uh, progesterone problems. So um, it, it's amazing what hormones do for the body. So when we're talking about metabolic, and people say your metabolic system, it's really hormones that we're talking about for the brain, brain function Um, vitamin D is actually a hormone that's part of it. Um, but yeah, when I'm brain mapping, I get markers. And when I look at the history, I get markers for this. Um, and we'll put you in the right direction for resolving that. And again,
5: I think it's important for those that are listening that, you know, especially last week, the influx of, uh, DMS I got after I'd brought you up, Julia, uh, is that this can be, this can be done remotely, you know? So she, Mm -hmm. she, what she'll do is she'll send you, the hardware, and then work with you remotely in order to get the results, and then hopefully get a a, a solution a resolution. Uh, Nelson, question for Julia Ferris. Go ahead. Yeah, Julia, going back to that
1: miswiring of the brain, kind of stitching itself back together. I wondered, um, in those situations, do you find your do you find patients maybe have like lowered level of inhibition?
0: Well, I mean, it depends on the person, right? Mm. So if you're already predisposed or prone to that, then that's going to be your is- issue. It's going to be enhanced, right? So, so whatever your issue is already tends to be enhanced. Now, you do have some people that their entire personality changes, yes. So, so inhibition I guess,
1: I and guess impulsivity. The point- mm-hmm. The point I'm trying to get to is, like, it's very confusing with this news story that kind of got us talking into this. Like, PTSD itself would not turn you into a rapist. But if you were already wired that way, but just kind of not acting on those impulses, can a situation like a PTSD, Does it, is it ever akin to, like, a CTE? And that rewiring would then lower the inhibition to that is, what I guess, what the point I'm getting to.
0: Yes. And, and I'm not going to say that you can ever guess what the result of injury is going to be, because not only do you have brain injury, then you have situations where the brain reacts differently to um, toxins. So brain injury essentially is inflammation of the brain. Um, In most cases, there's inflammatory stuff going on all over the brain. Well, that means it's going to be sensitive to certain toxins in the environment, things that you eat. So you could even have a poisoned brain at that point. So you, you really have no idea at that point, what the result is going to be. It can completely change a person. And then you, in, that, in those extreme cases.
5: And again, the the combination of what you do and the testosterone maintenance, the end result, your husband pretty much came back to life for the most part.
0: He not only came back to life, he he almost became a more A coherent person altogether as far as emotionally, Um, because there had been some issues from childhood. Family was military, really, really kind of brutal upbringing. Um, not to get into details, but there was, so my husband had a propensity toward being aggressive, Um, not necessarily violent, but very aggressive. But when his brain was not working, he became more violent. And I was then standing between him and the kids and, it was a nightmare. So he wasn't a violent person, but that was in his case. He had the propensity toward that and resulted, uh, you know, that resulted from childhood. But again, in extreme cases, you can have something that never existed before show up.
5: Yeah. And, and, and if you are going to reach out to Julia, like take some time and uh, we don't have time to get into the whole story, but her story, her life story, her family story ...is amazing. Like, she is a warrior. She, you know, you talk about survivors. Uh, This woman is the definition of a survivor. From where she came from, her upbringings and lack of to what she is doing now, all based off of... I mean, it's a love story, right? Mm-hmm. You know, she did this because Aww. she had to fix her family. Right. You know, and and there, a lot of people would walk away from a situation. Look, I've volunteered... And
6: be frustrated not know what to do.
5: I've volunteered at VA hospitals over my career, and I've seen, you know, marriages of 10 years, the wife just walk away because, the you know, the, the husband was in a coma. And they're like, I'm not sticking with them. I mean, she learned a trade. She, she became this genius of sorts in order to fix her family and i think you are a genius and i think you're a warrior you know i think the world of you julia so yeah thank you Um, thank
2: you all right
5: you know i
0: have my moments you know for families of people with ptsd and injuries and stuff it's hard i mean i had to go through my own my own healing as well so you know i i so appreciate all of the encouragement but you know i had my stuff too it was it was a long road um uh, and and families really struggle too it's difficult a lot of lost relationships and families over this stuff
5: and and also let me end with this is the 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 eEG brain mapping uh is she's she's done this for athletes you know just to become better at what you do and to figure out who you know who you are and what you need those types of things so it's not just strictly just you know all the doom and gloom of PTSD and and anxiety and
0: and kids, lots of kids, P, um, ADD, ADHD. Actually, the American Academy of Pediatrics has tested this and listed it as a level one for best supported by research for ADD and ADHD. So, there's that as well.
5: Yeah, Nelson, this might be a good thing for Roman. You right. right? You know, of, be yeah. a
6: good thing for Nelson. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs>
5: <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, you're fair is there any way you can attach these to his stomach area (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) all
2: right
5: well julia ferris thank you so much for coming on sorry i have to be so short but i think you did a really good job in a condensed version of getting the message out uh to people that uh, were extremely interested in this last week and then for those that are just hearing about this conversation hopefully you enjoyed that and got something out of it and maybe possibly could help someone else out Again, if you want more information or to have a conversation with Julia, you can go to Neurotherapy Centers, with an S, USA.com, Neurotherapy Centers, USA.com. We'll post it on our social media, and just reach out. She'll pick up the phone. You know, her phone number is right there uh, on the website. So talk to you soon, Julia, all right?
0: Great. Thanks. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye.
5: Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. I told her to write a book. The other oh, yeah. Other, She'd have a for really sure. good book. Again. Like, you know, the way they got me doing this radio show, you only got to hear a quarter of it. Like, her story is mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. I mean, that's...
6: Inspirational, for sure.
5: Extremely inspirational. Mm -hmm. She came from nothing. Living on the streets. I mean, horrible, horrible things as a child. And then where she's at now is really just absolutely amazing. Not a lot of people would do that, Nikki. Nope,
6: not at all. Mm -hmm. A
5: lot of people would... uh, haul ass they wouldn't
6: know how to do it or begin to know how to do it and they wouldn't put the effort in finding out
5: all right let me ask you this before we break how long would uh could you last fixing a family member just don't don't answer me now think about it I need an honest opinion okay how long could you last trying to fix a family member
6: or uh, actually are we saying significant other or like your mom actually just say a loved one (laughs) okay how about just fixing (laughs) a loved one okay
5: how long could you last honestly How long would it take you until, like, you know what? I'm going to go grab a pack of smokes and just never come back. Right? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) All right. 916 909 0985. Give us a minute. I'm looking for my brain mapping results from a couple years ago that our guest that we just had on, Julia Ferris.
6: I thought you found it. I thought you found it on Friday.
5: Now, I said I was going to look for it. I don't know where it's at. I know I have it still uh neurotherapy usa
6: it's not in one of your color-coded folders <laughs> yeah you think the world <laughs>
5: i know right you think uh i'd be able to find it pretty easily i you should see all these folders that i have in my gmail now i can't find but you were there when she did it
6: yeah i was there that's and, why i wanted you to pull the results out so you can read like how like on point she was
5: it was absolutely amazing you know yeah. and uh i mean if anything like Maybe you don't have PTSD or anxiety, depression, AD or whatever else that she had listed, but you just want to uh, know
6: what she can figure out. About yeah, what she can figure. How accurate it is? Like
5: well, this is like the best Valentine's Day prize ever. It's like, honey, I'm going to get you brain mapping. What is that? Oh, it's just me. It's it's going to be fun. It's a little thing. It's like I knew it. I knew you were like that because it really does. I mean, she puts these little probe things on your head, and uh, and and it really just tells you who you are. Yes, you know? it does. But again, her story is absolutely amazing. She got into this because she had to fix her family, her husband in particular. Uh suffered from PTSD after numerous tours overseas in the military. Uh, and you know, a lot of people would just walk away. They would. You know, I know it sounds horrible, but I've seen it firsthand. And, you know, I I you know when I was in Tampa, I volunteered at the VA hospital um a lot. And I spent time with the families and these two women in particular that were in for the long haul and they you know, became friends after meeting at the VA hospital and both their husbands were in comas. Uh, but the stories that I would hear of just just leaving, you know.
6: Plenty of service members that I know um, have come back from war and their spouses could not handle their PTSD, their mood swings, all the things that she was describing with her husband. Even my dad, he has PTSD. He's been to several wars, but I can remember a night where my little stepbrother, that's when they kind of had first moved in with us. They didn't know how severe my dad's PTSD was. Like, you can't touch him if he's sleep. And this poor little baby, he's like four years old, and he goes to touch my dad because he wants him to give him some cereal or something. And my dad jumps up, grabs his knife, and he has it around yeah. his throat. And I remember my stepmom just screaming, and I come into the room, and she has to call his name so he can snap him out of it. A lot of women would have left. That would have been too much. She didn't? She didn't, no. Yeah. They you know, they push through it, but some women, they can't deal with it. They uh, leave.
5: What, what, what do you got? What time stamp? How long could you last? <sighs> not just that situation, but any loved one. Not just a family member. Let's say you're married. Just Any loved one. Anybody you like. Mm-hmm. All right? And they, They- and then it's not just ptsd it's just they're going through some major stuff
6: so for me i have very short patience i'm if i'm if i'm gonna be honest i would probably tough it out maybe a year and then i would probably be done you gotta go i'm just saying
5: just fellas if you're planning on dating nikki d just know (laughs) you got if something god forbid were to happen to you she's out
6: yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have even a lot give of... her a
5: year, to be honest with
6: you.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I give her a couple weeks. Well, she made about nine months with me. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know what I mean? That's nah. You're a great test dummy, right? You know yeah. what I mean?
1: Right, and I must have left Sacramento at the right time, you know, because she's just about to get fed up with me. <laughs>
5: it, I think you justify it, right? If you're, if you're significant other, your loved one's going through something, I think you justify it by going, uh, depending on the situation. Like, if they're in a coma, I think you would justify it by saying, you know what, they wouldn't want me to live the rest of my life like this. No, right? well,
6: absolutely. You know,
5: and if they're not, if they suffer from like what your father, mm-hmm. your father is suffering from, you know, then you're, you're you know, you got to think about yourself, your safety and the kids and have you exhausted every option. Uh, and then you weigh those pros and cons. Uh, but, you know, everybody says relationships are 50-50. They're not. Relationships are 100-100. You know, so you, you have to take, you have to look at yourself first. Mm-hmm. And if that person isn't giving up, they're 100% to you, Right. then you can't give up your 100% to them. Mm-hmm. So I'm out the door, too. I'm, I'm not giving it even that long. I told wow. Rach. I said, like, if you can't make me breakfast and stuff on a oh consistent basis, I got to get out of here.
6: Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> You're ridiculous. We're talking about something serious here, not your breakfast and your eggs. Well, these wow. are all
5: parts of the relationship. This is what makes it work. You know? I don't
1: mean to make light of your father's situation, but how do you explain you then? Do you also have PTSD? Because if you touch you sleeping, you're going to lose, that person is going to lose a hand. I found out firsthand <laughs> when you attacked me when I tried to wake you up on the couch for, at the Airbnb way back, way back when.
5: Yeah, I found out too, remember? I,
1: yeah. Yeah. I
6: just don't like to be touched a lot, period. That's <laughs> just the type of person that I am. I don't have PTSD. At least I haven't been diagnosed with it.
5: I promise if
1: there had been a knife near that uh, couch that I would have lost an appendage for sure.
5: Nikki, Nelson and I have something to tell you. What? Uh-huh. We're leaving today. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, he's already left. I'm he's leaving. With- I'm leaving with him. I was scared. <laughs> That's the real reason why Nelson left and went back to Nebraska is because we're afraid to get near you when you sleep.
6: No, uh-huh. I just can't be touched. I don't have to <laughs> <laughs> <Whoa>. see. <laughs>
2: It, it, it,
5: not a lot of people could do what Julia did. You know, you just, because no. you find ways to justify you getting up out of Dodge, right?
6: And it's mm-hmm. kind of, I think, too, like dealing with a family member that's on drugs.
5: Yeah. Oh, I've got zero compassion for stuff. Well, I mean, I can drop somebody so easily. Like, you know, people say that it's not healthy, that I'm cold blooded and all that kind of stuff. But it's like I have a bubble, you know? And if you want to be a part, you know, you want to be a part of the circle of trust, that's cool. But once you break that circle of trust, it's like no harm, no foul. I don't hate you. I just ain't got time for it. And like, I don't and you don't have time for it either. Right. Because nope. you're going back and forth and you're debating and you're trying to figure, you're trying to fix something that doesn't, or probably will never get fixed. Mm-hmm. So why even bother in doing it? You know, the, the PTSD is different because of, of that's not a, like people that bring it upon themselves. I have little compassion for PTSD. Nobody's brought that upon themselves. Depression and anxiety, those things, you know, the mental health stuff, people don't like they don't do anything wrong to get those things. They just happen for the most part. Right. But drugs, that's all you. Alcohol, that's all you. No one's forcing you to take drugs. No one's forcing yeah, but you if
1: to be. Dep- I got to I got to challenge you a little bit on that one. If you're chasing after depression and self-medicating depression, it's
5: really easy to fall into a drug problem. That's a different story. If I, Okay. I'm thinking more mm-hmm. of like the heroin, the coke and stuff like right, that. Right, yeah, okay. You're yeah, talking yeah. about the scripty stuff.
6: No, he's oh. talking about drugs. Like, cocaine? Because I'm depressed, I'm going to take cocaine. That's mm-hmm. what he's talking about. Oh,
5: yeah. no, no, you're done. No. <laughs> if it was scripty pills, I, I would have more of a little leniency. And why,
1: with it. that's interesting. Why Why is that? The only difference between a prescription pill that you're talking about, most likely, and heroin, is one is prescribed. They're both opioids.
5: Right. Exactly. It's not about the drug. It's about how you got it. So if a doctor says, hey, look, hmm. I'm going to give you this for this, and then you are the sufferer of prescription, said prescription, I've got a little bit more compassion versus... Dude, I got a headache today. I'm going to go snort some lines. Hmm. <laughs> Done. You ain't got no, now you got nothing. I mean, look, I wrote off my family easily. Snap. Boom. You're out. Uh, just because it was too much negativity in the life. You know, I just it's it's very easy for me to distance myself from people. <laughs> well, I don't think that's normal. That's what, You know what? You're not the first person to tell me that.
6: It's not entirely normal in his I sense. Can't. I do agree with him on <laughs> having your peace regardless who it is. And I'm a big believer of that. So when you come against my piece, I don't care if you're family, friend, or foe, I will cut you off as well. I got to tell you, I though, with that.
5: it is a superpower skill. I bet. And it's self-taught. We know. Sophom- I'm jealous of
1: it a little bit. Don't get me wrong. I am. You I wish be. I could just, like, shut it
5: off. Yeah, you should be. I damn, no, I am. You should be. Mm-hmm. I learned it sophomore year in college. There was a girl that made me think that way.
6: <sighs> oh, my God. What? She cheat on you? Broke my heart. Mm-hmm.
5: Broke my heart.
1: And Broke I was a mess. Heart.
5: He was hard. It was all was, was, was just smashed
1: heart. up. my heart was all broken. My heart. My heart.
5: So I had to go to the brother word <laughs> processor, write some poetry.
2: <laughs> brother. brother word. <laughs>
5: I uh, that's old school. Juiced up the uh, the body a little bit with some substances.
2: <laughs>
5: my roommate, thank God, beat me up one night, knocked some sense into me. Next day, I woke up a this perfect man that I am today.
6: <laughs> perfect mundo. <laughs>
5: He made a mold out of me, and it was beautiful.
6: <laughs>
5: it was like Superman's crystal chamber. <laughs> All right, second round of headlines. What do you got?
6: I'm going to tell you what new ship holds 10,000 people and why a woman was caught on tape riding a hood.
5: All right, two big stories from today. Your second round of headlines here next. Stand by
1: for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines.
5: And here we go, second round of headlines. Thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air, uh, GoodGuysHeatingCooling.com.
6: Go ahead. A small city set sail for Miami, H3.
0: Welcome aboard the icon of the seas, a $2 billion floating resort. At nearly 1,200 feet long, she is the world's largest cruise
4: ship.
5: Welcome to the city on the sea.
6: Yeah, Royal Caribbean's has a new ship called Icons of the Sea, which is now the world's largest cruise ship. Why are you guys laughing?
5: How many Caribbeans are there? How many of them?
6: It's Royal Caribbean. Go ahead. You guys always do this. They I have more so than 40 bars and restaurants, lounges, special cocktails, and things like that. And This ship looks amazing it's kind of pricey to get on board how much uh one of the state rooms was going for like forty thousand dollars get wow. out of here yes on royal caribbean yep um the tennis player the famous tennis player he's one of the people that set sail on this first voyage Who? that they're doing um <laughs> you can't lionel say lionel messi that's a that's soccer a, player. I mean, soccer player. Sorry, yeah, Lionel Messi. He's uh, one of the first people that's on this ship. Of course, he can afford to go. He has the money. Uh, one of the things, though, that people, environmentalists, are upset about is what they're going to be pushing out, the liquefied natural gas LNG. So they're a little upset about that. But when you look at this ship, it looks like a, a anything can happen. It'll just tumble over because it's so massive.
5: What do they want it to be, electric? You want to plug it in? I mean, I it's got to run on something.
6: <laughs> this thing has a water park in it. Yeah, well, most, actually, most cruise ships do. Not this big.
5: Well, maybe not that big. but Yeah, not this big. You ever big. been on a cruise?
6: No, I've never been on a cruise.
5: You know, a little piece of advice you ever go on one? Always get a uh, a room with a window. If, so it'll uh, help with your seasickness? Uh, Well, yeah, I mean, you know, that or just so you can see the outside world. I mean, you know, because if you go cheap, like when I was in college, we'd take these little cruises all the time, like the, the carnival cruises. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just do like the long weekend to the Bahamas or Mexico or something like that. You know, and it'd be like $50. We'd all chip in to get this group rate. And they'd put us, you know, where those poor people were on the Titanic. That's At like the where, bottom? That's like, where, <laughs> <laughs> that's like where we were at. So away. <laughs> we just was like, because we, we were never in our room. We were always on the deck or we'd fall asleep in the hallway or we'd sleep on the deck at night. And, you know, I mean, it was just one weekend of drinking. That's all it was. And just waiting to get to the... A port of, of what you're gonna do. But now that you're older, you probably want something nice.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like
5: something with a window or possibly even a balcony. Yes. And then you could go out, but forty K for a room. Jesus, Mary and Joseph, that's yeah. pricey. That has to be just for like the maiden voyage.
6: Yeah, that because they have actual like tier, like you can get a condo on the ship that's like Stairs inside of the condo, upstairs, downstairs. Really? It's crazy. It's wow. so nice.
5: Yeah. Cruises okay. My wife's never been on one either. You know, they're yeah, it's okay.
6: I want to do one next year, so I mean this year, so we'll see.
5: There's one that like that I got a buddy that did the one that goes to Alaska, like for a week and mm-hmm. like especially during the winter. And it's like that looks pretty cool.
6: It looks cool but scary. I think about hitting an iceberg, hitting the, whole an iceberg. Time, the whole time. I well, expect d- that
2: I had
5: My
6: Dad's on one now that's gonna take him to Antarctica.
5: Yeah, that's cool. Ooh. Something like that's kind of neat.
1: Yeah, except you go through this area that's called the Drake Pass, and if you're on, like, social media at all, it's been trending a lot because it's where, like, boats, if if a cruise ship is going to go down, it's in the Drake Pass. Like
5: the Bermuda Triangle type of thing? Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: And, like, just it's just, like, the worst water you can, can imagine.
5: All right, quickly, second story.
6: A woman jumped in front of a car to save her dog, H4. The woman that stole my dog was African American,
4: as was the other um, three people in the car. There were three
6: females, all overweight, and so was and then there was a male driving, no tattoos. They're all wearing like sweats and sweat and like T shirts.
5: Ma'am, could you please give us some details about the people that did this? It's right.
6: some fat black chicks. Make sure you don't forget they're fat. Look uh-huh. for them, please. Uh, so this woman's downtown L.A., and she's having lunch at Whole Foods. Oh. And she has this little French bulldog, and he's under her feet. Well, to, what's been happening since I've been out here, people don't actually hold their dogs on leashes. So the dog's under there. It's a leash, but she's not holding them. So the lady walks up and calls out for the dog and the dog runs over to the lady and she just takes the dog, gets in the car and drives off. Well, the lady jumped on the hood to try to keep them from taking her dog and they sped off and did a sharp turn to throw her off the car and they're gone with her dog. Let me
5: add something to this roof driving woman. Mm-hmm. She was on the roof, but she looked like she was enjoying it. She wasn't, tr- it didn't look looked like she was trying to stop the car. <laughs> you know, like out of all the details she gave about the bad people that took her dog She was like on a joyride. She was like, you know what? I'm going to deal with this when they stop. (laughs) You know, she wasn't pounding on the windshield. She wasn't ripping off the windshield wipers. She wasn't like taking a knife into the hood or doing any of those things. Because I think she was shocked that they drove off with her. She kept her balance. She was like, you know what? When we stop, your ass is mine.
6: (laughs) And I'm taking my dog back. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm going to leave you some weight loss medication. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> all
5: right. Bad heifers. Uh All right, uh, generally speaking, it is Sacramento's most favorite radio game on a Monday. I need a couple players here, 916-909-0985. I've got tickets for Government Mule at the venue, February 16th, uh, courtesy of Thunder Valley, Ticketmaster.com. Yours are free, and all you have to do is yay or nay the answers of our generalist. so it's a generation based game we'll introduce you to that individual and then you yay or nay if they are going to get it right or not Nikki d will help you out along the way you get a uh get a point you get it right uh you get it right you get a point if not that point goes to your competition but i do need some players two to be exact 916-909-0985 again 916 909 we'll do generally speaking here next Single.
1: hey boomer Think you know your millennial stuff? Uh, pokey what? What about you, Gen Xer? Ready to drop some knowledge? Eh, bite me. It's time to play Generally Speaking on The B.S.
5: Alright, welcome to the show. It's The B.S. My name's Jason the music? Bailey. And there's Nikki D. Uh, there's Nelson. There we go. We just talked about that time. We just had that conversation. I swear to God, in the last ten minutes, nobody's listening to me. No one at Not all. you You're putting Skid Row tickets. Nobody's listening to me, at all. Right, Nikki. Nobody. Not a soul. Nobody's
6: at all. listening to you. Is that how anything? This thing's on. It's on. I'm
5: telling you, one of these days, I'm going to lose it. I'm going to break the door. <laughs> That's what happens when I get all pissed off. All right, uh, government mule tickets. Uh, the venue, February sixteenth. Courtesy of Thunder Valley is what is up for grabs. Let's find some winners. For generally speaking, there's Josh and Lodi. Josh, good morning, my friend. Good morning. How you doing? Excellent. Are you ready to play, Joshua?
0: Yes, I am. Okay.
5: Okay. Angela in Oakley, how are you? I'm great. How you
0: doing?
5: Good. That's a little bit of a hike from Roseville, is it not?
0: Oh yeah.
5: Yeah. All right. Well, here's the game, ladies and gentlemen. It's generally speaking, we're going to introduce you to our generalist. <laughs> then they will be. Uh, this person will be asked generation-based questions. All y'all have to do is yay or nay. The answer, right? If they're going to get it right or not. Nikki D is going to help you out along the way. And uh, she'll make sure that you do a best job uh, winning, right? Yes. That's what you're going to do. All right. So if you get it right, you get a point. If not, that point goes to your competition. Let's meet our
4: generalist, please. What's your name? My name is John Kutra. John, uh, how old are you? I am 45. 45, I believe you're on the cusp, but I believe
1: that makes you a member of Gen X, is that correct? I am a Gen Xer. And do you identify latchkey and all that stuff? Oh, yes. Can you tell me something interesting about yourself?
4: I had started carrying mail at the age of 18 while still in high school. That's like the oldest man's job for the youngest man around. Yes, I was actually skipping school. To deliver mail.
5: Wow, well, mind blown.
6: Like right, carrying mail. Like, <laughs> oh. did he have the sack and was he walking and doing it? I don't, know.
4: I don't know about you, Nikki, but I could listen to that guy
5: talk for less than five minutes. Right. Of what I just heard him talk for. Okay, uh, Josh, you're going to be up first. We're going to have to pull Angela down. Angela, do you have your windows down or up or what?
0: They're up, but I have to be on speakerphone. Otherwise, you won't be able to hear me um, talk.
5: I got you. All right, all right, all right. Here's the first question, Josh uh, A1.
1: It was a number two pencil to the rescue if you pulled all the ribbon out of one of these.
5: All right, Nikki D, a Gen X question. It was a number two pencil to the rescue if you pulled all the ribbon out of one of these. Ribbon? Gen X question. Think about that. Ribbon. Ribbon.
6: ribbon. Um, your pants. No. Who's got ribbon in their pants? You know, the little drawstrings No. thinking about.
5: It was a number two pencil to the rescue. If you pulled all the ribbon out of one of these. The shoestring. No, we are looking for cassette tape. Oh, shoot. Think about the number two pencil yeah, in the, in the little middle. Yeah, you have to get
6: it back in. Like that front.
5: was good. Dang. All right. Jesus. All right. Uh, Josh, yay or nay that our generalist John will get cassette tape?
6: This is going to set the tone yeah. for how smart this guy good. is. You I, think he will? I think he will not. I would say nay. Josh, I think he'll
5: get it. You think he'll get it? All right. Yeah. Well, what do you want to lock in? Yay or nay?
6: Yay.
5: Yay, going against what Nikki He's D going says. It.
6: Let's see
5: that he will get cassette tape. Let's find out. A two.
4: Oh gosh he pulled the ribbon out of a swizzle stick. The answer we're looking for is a cassette tape.
5: <laughs> what the hell is a swizzle stick?
6: Just something no he guessed because he didn't know like oh. I didn't. I <laughs>
5: thought that was a thing and I was missing out on something. Nope. All right. Well, Angela, you got that point, Josh. You went against, oh, you went against Nikki D. Uh, Angela, the board is yours. Generally speaking, next one, B1.
1: You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have...
5: Another Gen X question, Nikki D. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have...
6: The facts of life. The facts of life.
5: The facts of life. Were you a... Nelson, a Joe guy or a Blair guy?
1: Uh, I was Blair for me.
2: Yeah.
5: I was a Joe guy. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. that's yeah. sportsy.
2: Yeah,
5: she was like a dude. She was a chut. She was a chick dude. Okay. You know, like some chick that you could drink beer and eat some wings with. But yes, would like also stick up like for dudes? you in a bar fight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's kind of hot. All right, facts of life is what we're looking for. Angela, will our generalist John know facts of life? Yeah, your name.
6: No, I think this was so popular, Angela. And if you never watched The Facts of Life, you know the jingle from it. So I'm going to say yay.
5: Oh, Angela, what are you going to still
6: say? Nay. Still say nay. Everybody sticking to their guns this morning. Back to Mm. back against Nikki D. All
5: right, let's find out. B two.
4: The Facts of Life. (laughs) That's absolutely correct.
6: (laughs) Keep going against the kid if you want to.
5: There we go, Josh. You are on the board. It's all tied up. And the board is yours. Next one, Josh, is yours for generally speaking. C1.
1: Instead of these, Gen Z exchanges snap codes.
5: A Gen Z question. Instead of these, Gen Z exchanges snap codes. Telephone numbers. Yeah, I was going to repeat it. I didn't know if you knew Ah,
2: it. (laughs) Okay. Oh, yeah.
5: You understood it. I did. I needed to say it like four times. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of these, Gen Z exchanges snap codes, so that would be phone numbers.
6: Yeah. All right.
5: Uh, Yay or nay, Josh? Will our generalist, John, know phone numbers? Uh,
6: I'm going to say nay. Nay. In this instance, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to say nay. He is a Gen Xer, so he may not know about the Snapchat.
5: All right. So we're going with nay. Nay. Locking in nay. All right.
4: C2. I don't know what a snap is uh cheat codes
6: <laughs> the answer we're looking for is phone numbers i told you he wouldn't know what snapchat was what did he say what was his answer he said i don't know what a snap is so oh. i'm gonna go with cheat codes cheat
2: codes <laughs> cheat codes cheat codes
5: all right <laughs> angela back to you uh it's two to one josh is up by one angela this one's yours d1
1: anthony murray and jeff were three of the five original members of this children's music group from australia
5: Anthony Murray and Jeff were three of the five original members of this children's music group from Australia. Millennial question, Nikki
2: D.
6: Children's Group from Australia. Um, it was five of them. Okay, they from the US. They from the US. Um is is it the the um, Bop kids? The um, Bop Kids.
5: <laughs> Anthony Murray and Jeff Hansen. No, that is incorrect. <laughs> Would you like to try again?
6: Oh, is it one of those K-pop
5: groups? No. Would you like <laughs> a Korean pop
6: music? Oh shit. This is
5: a millennial question. Would you like a clue? Yes. <laughs> uh your head kind of does it times two. Your head.
6: My head.
2: Uh
6: wig out. Close? <laughs>
2: What is it? The Wiggies. Wiggles. The
6: Wiggles.
2: There we
5: go. Getting somewhere. The Wiggles.
2: Wiggles.
5: All right. Never all right. heard of them. Where are we at? Is this, this is Angela's, right? Yeah, yeah. This is all our thing right here. Okay. Angela, the Wiggles. Yay or nay?
6: Nay. I didn't even know it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm definitely going to go with nay. I have no idea who the Wiggles are. This Gen Xer won't either. I will tell you the names don't really do much for the
5: question, but Australia, I think would help. You knew Uh the Wiggles? Yeah, just based on, because I knew they were from Australia.
6: Yeah, I had no clue. Okay,
5: so we're going nay, correct, Angela?
4: Correct. All right, let's find
5: out. E2. The
4: Thunder Down Under? I think that's a a male
1: review. The answer we're looking for the Wiggles. Yes.
5: <laughs> the children's music group, The Thunder Down Under. That is gross. Okay, this is D. I guess this would make me E. Who knows? All right, uh, tied up to a piece. Josh, back to you. Here we go, uh, E1. Some of this rock
1: star's hits include Good Golly, Miss Molly and Tootie Fruity.
5: All right, Nikki D. Some of this rock star's uh, hits include Good Golly, Miss Molly and Tootie Fruity. A Boomer question.
6: That will be Little Richie. Little
5: Richard. Or Little Richard.
6: Churd. That's what I meant.
5: Churd. Little Richard. Churd. Little Richard. I was
6: sitting here like, what is his name? Little Richard. Okay, I got it.
5: Josh, yay or nay?
0: (laughs) He'll know this. He better know this if he's on the radio.
6: (laughs) Well, he's just somebody that's being interviewed. He's not necessarily on the Uh, radio. What? (laughs) I'm going to say yay. Okay. I'm (laughs) going to agree with you.
5: (laughs) Everything was going so great until 8 a.m. All right, so yay for Little Richard? Yeah. All right, let's find out. Uh, E2. Do,
4: do, do, do. Oh, Little Richard. Oh, that's
6: correct. Yes. Yeah. He was excited about that, too.
5: Thank God he's on the radio.
4: Thank
6: (laughs) God. (laughs) (laughs) He better know it.
5: All right, where are we at? Josh is up three to two, correct? Yes, correct. Mm -hmm. All right, down to the last two. Angela, the board is yours. So here's the deal. Angela, you've got to get this one correct in order to stay in the game. All right, so this is a big mama. All right. Okay. Here we go. Okay. F1.
1: It was Doomsday that ended up killing this iconic superhero in the
5: 90s. Well, Nikki D, it was Doomsday that ended up killing this iconic superhero in the 90s. A millennial question. Oh,
6: Superman. Superman.
5: What? You're talking to me? Angela. Oh,
0: I'm sorry. No, I wasn't. I wasn't talking at all. What who was that in the background? Oh, I'm just now getting
5: to work. Well, tell him to shut up. I'm playing a game. (laughs) (laughs) Playing a game on the radio with Josh and Little Richard.
6: All right? All right. Okay.
5: What was your answer, Nikki?
6: (sighs) She made me forget the question and my answer. I can repeat it. It
5: was Doomsday that ended up killing us. Oh, I
6: know what I said. I said Superman.
5: Superman is correct. Oh, Very good. Nicely done. (laughs) All right, Angela, uh, you got to get this right in order to stay in the game. Superman, yay or nay, or Generalist John, will he know Superman?
6: Yes. Yay. I'm going to say yay to Gen X and Superman. That's right in his wheelhouse. He has to nail this one.
5: All right. So yay on Superman. Here we go. F2. All
4: right. Superman. But then he came back in four different entities. Oh,
6: he's he, he a nerd. all the yeah. background, all the things. I could tell. Hey, I could tell. If
5: you remember uh, comic book five nine 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 three, he came back and he was a mailman.
2: Uh-huh.
5: <laughs> <laughs> he was a super male, which the <laughs> feminist hated.
6: And then he was a bad guy. Mm-hmm. maybe we hated that now game you
5: are still in the game and it all comes down to Josh the question is a musical question Josh uh so if you get this right you will win the tickets for government mule if it's not
0: right,
5: Angela okay. you have got to stop talking to people it is driving me insane <laughs> oh, I'm, not, I'm not talking
0: to well, anybody <laughs>
5: yeah somebody in your car is talking you might want to see if there's a kidnapper in your back'm actually out of
0: my car right now
5: <laughs> okay here we go for Josh g1
1: Blue jean baby, L.A. lady, to for
6: the band.
5: All right, Nikki D, that song, artist, and song.
6: The song is called Blue Jean Lady. No, oh, God,
1: <laughs> wasn't even the words I said.
6: That's what it it's a blue like jean said. baby. I thought you said Blue Jean Lady, L.A. lady. Oh gosh, um. It's called L.A. Lady. No, oh, a lady.
5: No, a
6: lady. Some <laughs> jeans.
5: No. All right. Um. How about the artist? Elvis. No, but does start with an E?
6: Elton John.
5: There you go. Elton John.
6: Piano man.
5: No, that's Billy Joel.
6: <laughs> you know. <it's-> Midget <sighs> stripper. Midget stripper is the name of the song? No, just a clue. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay, a midget stripper is a uh, little naked. <laughs> <laughs> yep, the Elton John
5: hit little naked.
2: Nailed it. Thank you.
5: <laughs> Save that. Thank you. How about Tiny Dancer? Oh, How about Tiny Dancer? That was dancer?
6: good too, a Tiny Dancer. That was really good
5: <laughs> And she gives me the circle point. <sighs> Those <laughs> on the screen really like this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh Josh, for the game, will our generalist John know Elton John and Tiny Dancer? Yay or nay? Did you know did it, Josh? Apple? Yes, he's gotta know both.
6: Know it. You did not know it, Josh? I, I think he know I think he knows his music. Yay. Why do you think uh, that? Because he's on the radio. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna say nay. <laughs> I don't
2: think he's going to know happy it. he was with Little Richard? Okay. He was a little too happy with Little Richard. Oh, that's right. Uh, uh, hey.
5: I got to tell you, Josh is starting to make sense. Okay, it took Josh. about 12 minutes to get there, but he's starting <laughs> to make sense. Uh, okay, so you say yay for Elton John and Tiny Dancer. You say yay.
6: Let's pull Angela down.
5: <laughs> Josh, you're saying yay. Okay, yay. yes. All right, let's yay. find out if you are correct for the game. G2
4: be Billy Joel Tiny Dancer.
1: Oh, so close! I
5: told
1: you
6: he didn't know.
5: (laughs) Sorry, Josh. You should have went with Nicky D. You can try back tomorrow. (laughs) I I, I tell you this, the the key for this game is you really have to know Nikki because, or listen to Nikki, she's going to get them wrong just like these people. (laughs) If she says Billy Joel, they say Billy Joel. Every time.
1: (coughs) I couldn't script it better myself.
5: All right, Angela, congratulations. You got the tickets for Government Mule at the venue February 16th. Courtesy of Thunder Valley, we've got more tickets this week to give out. Or you can go to Ticketmaster.com if you would like to do that. Elton John, Tiny Dancer.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Now I got to go listen to it. Every
5: morning it amazes me what you do know and especially what you don't know.
6: (laughs) (laughs) That shouldn't have amazed you.
5: The TikTok might be bringing down one of the biggest trends that is happening right now. This trend is so big, you are willing to take hundreds, if not thousands of dollars out of your pocket to buy these things. But over the weekend, one lonely TikToker might have just destroyed the entire company. Uh, uh-oh. I'll tell you what that is here in a minute. Hang on. The, inter- the internet can taketh and the internet can cometh.
6: It can mm-hmm. giveth and it can taketh away. Giveth
5: and taketh away. Yes. Mm-hmm. It definitely brought the Stanley Cup trend. TikTokers, the kids, a thing that's been around forever. Like our grandfathers used to take Stanley Cup's uh, thermoses with their soup in it, mm-hmm. or coffee to the construction sites, right? Uh, and now they became a thing just like almost overnight, beating out the trendy Yetis and the Tumblers. So over the weekend... Somebody had posted that Stanley Cups possess lead. Mm-hmm. They have lead, and it's true. They do. They have lead. You know, lead is not good. You know, the whole lead-based paint from mm-hmm. back in the day, where you know kids would be licking lead for whatever reason. And there's a Law and Order SVU episode where the kid, you know, committed murder, and they're trying to figure out what's wrong with his brain is because he's licking all the paint off his Hot Wheels cars. Uh, but uh, Stanley Cup has said, "It's it's you're okay. You're straight. You're not going to die." But it has a lead pellet in it. And that's the secret behind which, like, my daughter's got like three cabinets full of these Stanley Cup tumblers. <laughs> she told me the other day that she had ice, the same ice in her Stanley Cup from three days ago.
6: Yeah, it lasts for a very long time. I, that's the same thing with this cup right here. I don't have my Stanley one with me today. Um, but yeah, these things are really, really good. And those Stanley Cups, amazing.
5: Yeah, so there's a pellet in the bottom that is, um, that, uh, The only way that you can see it, it exposes it if you pull it off, which is very very difficult to do. Uh, Stanley uses lead in its manufacturing process for its cups, but they only pose a risk of lead exposure if the cover on the bottom of the tumbler comes off and exposes this pellet used to seal the cup's vacuum insulation, which seems that's like the trick behind Mm the cup, right? Keep it cold. Yeah, they say no lead is present on the surface of any Stanley product that would come into contact with beverages. But if you're a parent... Are you gonna take that risk? Right.
6: But is are we saying that the rest of these cups that are like this don't have the lead?
5: That I don't this, know the answer to. I don't you know if I don't know if Yeti and Hydro, I, I don't know if they have it or not. I don't think they do.
6: Well, how are they keeping their stuff cold? I don't know. I don't know. Mm, that's what I want to know.
1: This particular TikTok that said that Stanley cups have lead in them tested against a Yeti and tested, I believe, a hydro flask. And it was the outside and the inside of the cups that they tested. The only one to test positive for lead was the Stanley in that. But it wasn't like scientifically done. It was done at someone's house.
5: Yeah, they, there was like a Q-tip. That you mm-hmm. can you can buy them, I guess, online.
1: Yeah, it's a lead test, and so the Q-tips you saw were yellow. If they stayed yellow, there is no lead present. If there's lead present, it's, it darkens.
5: So, will this kill the trend?
6: I don't think so. I don't think it's enough to kill it.
1: It depends on how much of a groundswell it gets and how many other cups independently test. If this is an isolated incident or other people are putting those videos up and testing and it's not uh, positive for lead, then it won't kill the cup. But let enough of them test positive and that's enough to spook people.
5: If you're in that field, right, you have a similar product. If you're a Yeti or a Hydro Flask, you would be an absolute effing moron to not start a marketing campaign five minutes ago that says, Lead tested, no lead. Mm. We're lead free.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, that's
5: exactly I would, when I found this out over the weekend. That's what I said to my wife. I'm like, yeah how How could you not? On Monday morning, start launching a campaign to saying, "Hey, we don't, we're not going to kill you. We just want you to drink your drink.
6: <laughs> we're not going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> you
5: know what I mean? We're going to keep you around. And I think it'll dumb down it for dumb down the trend, the hot trend of Stanley for a second. But it's going to take, and mark my words here and then, uh, I give it about a week, for somebody to come out and say, I think I have lead poisoning.
6: Oh, yes, and try <laughs> to sue them and get big bucks, absolutely.
5: Even if they don't, you know, we see people do this all the time. They want to take it to court. It's already proven it's got lead in it. They can say, well, it fell, you know, the thing fell out, you know, I'm not feeling well, I get, you know, put... Put lead in my pencil, you know. I don't know whatever they want (laughs) to say, but just the idea that it's out there, it's gonna. I was trying to think of another product that was hot and just totally fell off the cliff because of something similar to this. You know, the first thing that came into mind was like the Tylenol, you know, craze back in the eighties, but that was real; like people were actually dying because. Were they somebody's putting cyanide in it or whatever it was?
1: Yeah, that's the whole reason why we have tamper-proof uh, seals yeah, on our seal's medication on now. We didn't used to have that before.
5: But that was real. Like somebody was, you know, trying to kill people. Yes. Yeah, you know, I don't think Stanley's out to kill anybody.
1: There was a viral trend that started before all of like the TikTok shop itself got going, and it was a woman that was selling like a condiment, and they called it pink sauce. And so she started selling it, and then all of a sudden people started, like, it went viral for that, and then it immediately went viral because it was, like, spoiling, and it was making people sick. Like, bottles were showing up distended. She didn't have the right, uh, like, emulsifiers and the right kind of uh, uh, chemicals that were supposed to be in there to make it shelf-stable.
5: It's kind of interesting because we've seen a lot of products, you know, the peanut butter a couple years ago. There was like what salmonella and the peanut butter or whatever. Mm-hmm. And those go-
6: applesauce packets.
5: And the applesauce packets, mm-hmm. right? Well, you see mm-hmm. this with a lot of products that are recalled, you know. But people will, you know, okay, well, you guys fix it and they'll go back and buy it. You know, if you like the peanut butter, you're gonna buy the peanut butter. I, it, this one, maybe the closest thing I can think of is maybe a car manufacturer where there's a huge recall and but people are like, well, it's a recall, they'll fix it and I'll go back and buy it. So you might be right. This might not slow it down.
6: No, I don't think so.
5: I know my daughter was not worried about it over the weekend. I can tell you that. She did not lose any sleep over the lead pellet in her Stanley cups.
6: Nope, <laughs> not at all. Even when people find out, I, I'm thinking about iPhone. Even when people found out that iPhone was actually scamming us with slowing our batteries down to force us to buy a new phone, when the next iPhone came out, people were still lined up around the building to get it. Or think about- They didn't care.
5: Just think about cell phones in general. They're like, well, this is microwaves in your brain, it's going to- mm-hmm. you know, Yeah. Your sperm's going to- you know. It's, all. Nobody, Nobody cares. cares. Nobody cares. Well, yeah,
1: Samsung, all. Samsung lost a huge chunk of money, if you guys remember, eight, I think about eight years ago now, because they would have two different phones, right? They had their Galaxy, which was essentially the iPhone, and then there was like a business model that they called the Note. Yeah and their their Note 7, there was a design flaw in it. And if you put it in your pocket and sat down, it would crimp the battery inside it. To the point where it would start itself on fire and that almost completely derailed that whole like manufacture process. They almost stopped making the note at that point.
5: Well, even the new iPhones, they were catching on fire when they came out not that they long were. ago. People don't care.
6: And even now, my phone I have now. Sometimes it gets so hot, I have to put it in front of my air conditioning vent.
5: I guess maybe the question is, is like, what would a product have to have for you not to want it? Right. If you right. We'd have to
6: blow our hand off and be like, right,
5: never I, buy another cell phone. I, I, <laughs> I, I, maybe I, re- I got to reword that question. I don't think there's much out there <laughs> that if we want something, because we always think it's the I, it's never going to happen it's to me. It's
6: never going to happen to me. It happens right. to that person over there, but I don't know them. Right, it's, it's I don't it, know never
5: going to happen to me. So yep. until it does, I really, you know, I was racking my brain. I cannot I even did, did the Google thing. I cannot think of something that scared people off. I mean, like even the apps now. You know, I mean, like to, uh, China's uh,
6: spying on you on your TikTok. Nobody
5: cares. Everybody's spying.
1: Yeah, everybody's on spying. On. Everybody's
5: spying on. sure
6: yeah. because even when you say that out loud, because I know I do it too, and people are like, well, I don't use that because people are spying. You're like. You're an idiot. Everything you use, somebody's spying on you. So yeah. now people are like, well, I guess maybe you're right. I might as well just get with it or get gone.
5: Right, like the Stanley Cups. You're know, like, well, I don't do Stanley anymore. Why? Well, they got the lead. But po- you're an idiot.
6: Yeah. <laughs> That's what somebody's going to tell you. No, no, no. You bad. don't understand.
5: My great-grandfather died of lead put. Po- <laughs> that was your great-grandfather. Right. There's no way this is coming off. No, it, it, my thing came off. The other day it came off, and I saw the thing. You're
6: stupid. Mm-hmm. That's how people are going to make you feel about <laughs> yes. it. Yes,
5: you're right. You're the idiot. You're an idiot. You're the idiot because if you play it safe, if you play it too safe, you're not living life,
2: man. Mm-hmm.
6: Right.
5: <laughs> you're not living life on the edge. You know, that you got to live life on the edge. So maybe it won't do a thing. But I do
6: that when people try to scold me about what I eat. Like, you still eat pork? I sure do. Do you have some bacon? I'm going to die from something. This is not going to be because I ate bacon.
5: You got, you really got uh, meat haters around you?
6: Oh, yeah. All really? I'm around a lot of people who, even if they eat meat, they make themselves feel better because they only eat chicken and turkey. So they're like, oh, you are making pork chops? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm making pork chops.
1: Like, I'm surprised a little bit, Bailey, that you're not anti-bacon because you're kind of a fit guy and I I could see you easily being like, well, nitrates, man. I don't mess with nitrates. I don't mess with any cold cuts, and I don't mess with bacon or anything processed like that. I could see you being a nitrates guy.
5: Bring on the nope. nitrates. <laughs> Look, I, I, you know what I'm a fan of? Anti-hypocrisy. Uh-huh. That's what I'm a fan of. Because every single person that's telling Nikki D not to eat bacon, they're out there with their protest signs in the middle of traffic talking about individualism and all this other crap. That's Those are the people, the people that tell you not to do something or what you should do are doing just the opposite in their own personal life. Absolutely. So they can bite my ass, I'll do it live. You know? <laughs> it's like, the, the like, Nikki, you want to eat bacon? You go, girl. You, oh, I do. You eat your pork. You I do it up. I proudly eating. You slop that grease all over <laughs> your face and you come over and rub it right on my couch. <laughs> you know? I mean, I see, we see people do things all, all the time that are probably bad for them, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, I mean, remember back to the mask world. I mean, you still have people driving around wearing masks and stuff. Like you, you coughed in public, mm-hmm. and I saw it firsthand. You should really wear a mask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shh.
6: I coughed the world's not going to end you had to cough and then immediately tell everybody i just have allergies right <laughs> everybody
5: it was the highest percentage of allergies in the, in the country at that time i even saw you know what i even saw somebody deny that they just did what they did mm. oh, they, me! they were trying to convince them that they just didn't cough
1: that was a fart
5: and, and, I, and i'm listening to it and I'm, I'm, I'm watching i'm going I'm not going to get involved in this, but I, in my head, I'm going, I, no, dude, I saw you. You definitely cough. Like, it's
6: okay. <laughs> Just stand up for your cough,
5: man. <laughs> All right, Third round of headlines. What do you got? I'm
6: going to tell you why soup was thrown at the Mona Lisa and where women are dying more from BBLs. All
5: right. We'll get you two big stories from today, your third round of headlines here in a minute.
6: Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for
1: today's topic.
5: Yeah, third round of headlines. Thanks to our friends at Good Guys, Heating and Air, 530, Good Air, Miss
6: Nikki D. Protesters disrespected one of the most well-known women on the planet, H5.
4: A shocking act of vandalism targeting one of the most famous paintings in the world. Activists threw soup at the Mona Lisa.
5: But the question is, is the Mona Lisa really a woman?
6: She's not. Mm, We don't know. I think Mona's a woman.
2: I'm going to
6: go with it. Mona Lisa Mm -hmm. protesters in France tried to make a point with Mona Lisa by throwing uh, pumpkin soup at Mm. the glass because that's what she's shielded by glass so the soup just hits the glass and slides off and then they open up their shirts and they had some stuff written on there they're protesting the agricultural system and they're saying that farmers are dying they're getting sick at work even the farmers are protesting but they're not vandalizing things they i think they put their tractors and block the streets or something like that because they want more pay and things like that but these women were both arrested
5: i want to put together a class on protesting like how, how to do it properly Like, you people are just missing the point of what you're trying to do. Like, becoming a criminal doesn't mean people are going to listen to your message. It just pisses people off. Right, and it makes them angry with you, and mm-hmm. thinks that you're you're Doesn't an idiot. Doesn't help your point at all. You know, and I mean, if you're going to vandalize something, why don't you check first and make sure there's not a glass shield over it in the first place? Right, because right, you Dumbass. didn't get
6: anything accomplished. You're just going to wipe that off and keep it pushing.
5: But these protesters, like, and I'm not anti-protest. I'm just, you know, the idea of protesting is to get your point across. You know, if you're going to block traffic, all you're going to do is irritate people. They're not going to really listen to your message. The point is getting your message across. So be clever, be creative, find a way. You know, the, the fallback and the easy out is, well, you're talking about it. We're talking about how much you're an idiot. We're not talking about your message. Nobody talks about your message. Nope. They talk about how much of an idiot, how, may, how you late, made him late for work or how you well, just ruined all this delicious pumpkin soup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the pumpkin didn't do anything to you. Nope. You know, there's st- like now who's going to protest them? People that are looking out for the homeless that are starving. You just wasted a whole vat of pumpkin soup.
6: Right, and oh, you're protesting right. food. They're farmers. You're, things are not being how they're supposed to. And you take the one thing you need and throw it and spill it.
5: And for the small-minded person you know, that, that, think, that they have no idea what the definition of being rebellious is, they think any protest is good because it's fighting the man like you know i'm all for fighting the man and i'm all for getting yours but you got to do it and you got to be a little clever and creative about it you got to get people on your side that's the whole idea is you want to bring people into your bubble so they understand your passion about said cause you know all you're doing is just making people angry with you they don't, yep like you want pumpkin soup lady at your house you know do you want to listen to pumpkin soup <laughs> i don't want to listen to pumpkin <laughs> soup lady. like get out of dodge lady you know, you're going to come into my house and probably throw my lentil soup over my wall. Yeah, oh, we
6: still no. don't even know what you're protesting. We just knew you through. School. Right, we just knew you through. That's you're the it. soup
5: lady now. You're mm-hmm. the soup Nazi. All That's right. all you are. All right, second story.
6: BBLs are killing women at an alarming rate in the DR, H. six.
2: The surgery was finished. Then they moved her body to the stretcher, and all of a sudden she became blue. Hmm.
6: 93 U.S. citizens have died as a result of cosmetic surgery in the Dominican Republic um, between 2009 and 2022. This is a Brazilian butt lift, better known as a BBL. For some reason, it is now a... Phrase where women in their 40s are running to get these surgeries well the dangers especially with going abroad to get this done is it's not always done properly people are dying because of having embolisms or blockages um the fat is getting into your blood system And if you're not sure what a bbl is they take fat from one part of your body and move it to your butt so like they pull the fat for me out of my stomach because that's what the most of it is and they <laughs> put it in my butt and then i looking fun. like a stallion. <laughs> yeah.
5: All right. So the idea, walk me through this, because I'm, you know, really, you know, talk to me like I'm five here. Mm-hmm. So the idea is for women to have higher butts or bigger butts. Bigger, bigger butts.
6: Yes. And, and why would we want that? Because it's like a thing now where men like big butts. So women mm-hmm. all want to look the same, is what I'm saying. Like they want their stomachs flat. They want their butts big so that they have what's called a snatched look.
5: A snatched look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought that meant something else. No,
1: no, yeah, it does kind of, but no, not in this in this case.
5: And and guys are supposed to like these lifted huge asses. These yeah. guys
6: do. That's all that's talked about. That's all. <laughs> that's... What guy
5: likes that?
6: Every guy I know,
5: Nelson, that's, that's and every guy, guy Nikki, Dougie T. Do you like <laughs> big butts? And you cannot like.
6: Uh, well, you know, medium. <laughs>
5: Yeah, I like a I like a, a, a I like a God's natural ass
6: black men no, like no. really large butts, I know that for a fact. And Nelson.
5: Let me get that dump truck. You so, know what I mean? so it's a it's a it's a cultural thing.
6: Yeah, but it's not just black women that are dying. Um a lot of Hispanic women are getting this surgery too, believe it or not.
5: Okay. Do white guys I mean, I you can count me out, but mm-hmm. do white guys li- like lift it large asses?
6: I don't I don't know if they do or not. I don't know a lot of white guys that even date black women so i don't know you'd have to tell me
5: Uh, i well i don't know my last i think rachel's white pretty sure yeah Yeah, so i have no idea yeah i just i just didn't think that that would be because it would be problem like in your jeans you know no
6: i mean i'm not gonna lie some of some women get very nice bbls and it Mm -hmm. looks good like if i was to get one (laughs) i wouldn't get the ones where their butts just don't even look real because there's too ridiculously big and it looks like it's falling off like a friend of mine she recently got one she got a very nice one if she didn't tell you she got surgery you wouldn't know her shape Mm -hmm. just looks like Her stomach's now flat, and she has a little hump, but all of her body parts match.
1: Mm. The problem is that, like, think of it like a breast augmentation. Some of these women, instead of going from a B cup to a D cup, they're trying to go from a B cup to an H cup and an F. You know what I mean? They're trying to expand their backside much larger than it needs to be.
6: Exactly.
5: Each into their own. killing them. Just Mm -hmm. be careful. Make sure you... You go to a, a real butt doctor. This oh, right. girl I that I followed here. on
6: Facebook, she we were following along her journey. She went over to the DR to get a nut. This was her second BBL. She already had one, and she looked fine, but she wanted her stomach now smaller because some of her fat came back. So we're following along her journey. We're watching her going live on Facebook, and then three days after she got over there, she died.
5: Can you imagine, like, I always say I never want to die stupid. That seems kind of stupid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I died because I wanted a bigger ass. Like, Mm -hmm. I always thought women wanted a smaller ass. No. That's silly.
6: Not at all.
5: Again, each into their own, I guess. Uh, Skid Row's debut album, uh, self-titled, 35 years ago this month it came out. One of the best debut albums, in my opinion, uh, that I've listened to. I listened the hell out of that album. Let's talk best debut albums of all time. This is obviously going to be extremely subjective, right, Uh, based off of your own personal preference, but I guess you could put some different variables in there as far as album sales and so on and so forth. But if you've got one, if you remember one that you just could not stop playing, stop listening to, 916-909-0985. We'll have that conversation here in a minute. Welcome back. Hope you had a great weekend. It's the BS. Good morning. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. Thanks to Kyle. Dougie T., your phone number. You want to get in on the last hour of the program, 916-909-0985. Also use that to get in on the text machine. Uh, Skid Row celebrating its 35th anniversary of their debut album, self-titled. They'll have uh, an LP, uh, 35th anniversary, that's sent out, and all that good stuff. Uh, that you can purchase and blah 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 Their new lead singer, I think, is uh, tremendous. Uh, big Snake fan. I love Snake, and you know that album is uh, like it was. You know, in the in the in the pioneering days of CDs, is which is my generation. Right? Is my first CD that you guys want to guess what first? My first CD that I ever I ever bought was
6: uh, mm, bought.
5: Hmm. Poison. No, it was
6: not That's Poison. That's a good
1: guess. No. That's a good guess. CD, I'll say, hmm, Guns N' Roses.
5: No, not Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses was actually, uh, Appetite was the second CD that I purchased.
6: What's that other band? Non-rock, non-rock band,
5: not a rock band.
6: It wasn't a rock band?
5: It was not cameo
6: Boys me men
5: <laughs> Now new kids on the block Oh Okay yep that yeah That makes sense that tracks Uh-huh <laughs> uh. Oh uh uh oh. oh, oh. uh 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 the right stuff
1: It's a little gruntier than I remember that song Yeah uh-uh.
5: <laughs> big big NKOTB fan Uh and then uh then it went to GNR and I think Warrant and then Poison and then you know so on and so forth Uh, Which, by the way, GNR's Appetite for Destruction, like statistically speaking, one of the best debut albums of all time. Uh, Like as far as you look at album sales, the times have changed. Nobody's buying CDs anymore and everybody's Mm -hmm. just downloading and streaming and so on and so forth. But uh, Skid Row, like if you look through the track list of that album, I mean, they had I think they had what probably. You know, it was in the Billboard charts, uh, top 10 for three months, but you had Youth Gone Wild, which was, I think, the first song that they released off of that. And then they had 18 in Life and then I Remember You. Also, you got to keep in mind Skid Row is part of the Headbangers Ball rock generation of MTV, which helped them out tremendously. You know, um, so but the, you know you had uh, Sweet Little Sister and uh, Rattlesnake, Shna- uh, Rattlesnake Shake, Making a Mess, Can't Stand the Heart. Like, all these great songs. Peace of Me, which is a great fight song. I mean, all these different great songs on the album. Can you think of a great debut album? What I think, and let me give you by definition in my mind, what I think a great debut album is, is track after track after track, you're not skipping. Okay? Yep.
6: You can let it play all the way through. Right. No skips.
5: You just put it on in the back. You know, even if it's in the background at a party, mm-hmm. it's just a great album, and then every once in a while you stop because there's a pop moment. And what I mean by that, there's a oh, this part's awesome. Yep. You know what I mean?
6: Yep. For me, the first time that happened, and you guys are gonna probably be blown away. It's the first CD I can remember having. Stevie B. <laughs> of course not, Stevie B. It's the last album I buy. One more guess?
5: Uh oh, we get what? Yeah, give me. It's your
6: not. Own. It's not my normal genre. It's not R and B. It's not hip hop. All right, pull it
5: down. Uh, it's, it's not hip-hop it's not what
6: it's not r&b it's not hip-hop
5: <sighs> is it rock
6: it's not rock i don't not know if, it, if she's even considered rock maybe she, alternative or no. oh, they're Tori calling Amos. her a pop vocal performer
5: pop vocal performer in the year would be probably 90
6: 95
5: 95 mm-hmm. pop vocal performer Meredith, Amos. Meredith Brooks. Oh, that's good.
6: Nope. Her name is Joan Osborne. Joan Osborne. Yep. Really? And the album was Relish.
5: Yeah, that's the God. Uh, if if God I was
6: had, one had of us? a name, yeah. what would it be? I play that CD every day, all day. I No skips, back to back. My dad used to yell at me. He'd be so mad. Why? You'd be like, turn Last, that white people music. Up. I was gonna I'm tired say. of hearing that. It's too loud. I don't want to hear
5: it. Yeah, your dad's a racist.
6: <laughs> that he's a racist, no. but he didn't like
5: it. You can't say that. Well, 95, maybe, but you can't say that now. <laughs> I know I can't say it now.
6: <laughs> right. So, yeah, that was my favorite, favorite album.
5: Joan Osborne.
6: Joan Osborne. I
5: didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. It makes sense, but I didn't, because you thought it was like Bible ish.
6: I didn't. I loved a lot of the songs on there. Another song off that album reminds me of a rock song that's played now. Um, If you want to destroy my sweater, that song. She has a song on her album that reminds me of that. A
5: Weezer? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh (laughs) It's called The Sweater Song. Oh, Oh, The Sweater Song, yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nelson? Hmm, So for me, the one that I bought would be Hybrid Theory by Linkin Park.
5: Okay. And by the way, also... One of the best debut albums by album sales, 30 million, wow. give or take. Yeah, Hybrid Theory uh, from Linkin Park. And that is a great, great, great album. Okay. I, but, yeah, I'm a Linkin Park Mark, so really same. any album from Linkin Park, in my opinion, is awesome. Mm-hmm. Even the stuff they did with Jay Z, I thought was really good. But I anyway, good.
1: Like an emotional pick I have is Core by the Stone Temple Pilots. Like, that's when I had to go back and discover, you know, because I found STP after that album had come out. But you want to talk about a debut album and the hits that came off of it. I mean, Dead and Bloated, Sex Type Thing, Wicked, Garden, Creep was on there, Plush. Mm -hmm. You know, all the big hits that set up what would be that MTV
5: Unplugged. You know, it's kind of funny, those grunge albums. Maybe it's just because that's mine, our generation of music, you know, growing. Like, I don't know if... You know, if you go a generation back, you know, let's say my brother's generation, uh, which he's on the tail end of the boomer and the in the Gen Xer. He's 10 years older than I am, give or take. Uh, You know, the the priest, Zebra, (laughs) Aerosmith, Uh that decade of Aerosmith. You know, were those albums, um, you know, packed with hits? You think so, Dougie T? I mean, this would be this would be right in your wheelhouse.
3: Yeah, let me tell you the three that stand tell out me, for me. Tell me, brother. Yeah, the three that stand out. <laughs> the three debut albums. You got Boston.
5: Yep. Yeah, and by the way, Boston okay. album sales wise, sure, one of the best debut albums of all time.
3: Oh yeah, and then Van Halen's first album, 1984. And then no, uh, no, no, uh, yeah, uh, nice, da- like late, late 70s. Just Van Halen one. Van Halen one. Yeah.
5: Because it was Van Halen one. Diver Down was that the second one? I
3: can't remember. I just remember the first one. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, the that, that game changer, "Running with the Devil," was Runnin the first song that came on. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah.
3: And then the third one would be Ronnie Montrose. Ronnie's first album. Yeah, not on my list. Right, Ronnie Montrose, <laughs> not on my list. <laughs> you young whippersnappers.
5: <laughs> no. Well, this is the list, like from the people, you know. That no, not right, me. Right. But I mean, right. if you if you look at the top best selling debut albums, and this is a couple years old, so I, like when I was looking at this, I was like trying to find an updated list and i couldn't find an updated list the reason being is that i don't think they even keep tabs anymore mm-hmm. do
6: they not
5: because you can't buy cd's nobody's buying albums no, they're but, all downloads
6: yeah but aren't they aren't they keeping the downloads and comparing the album sales aren't they like not the same right now no, because people are breaking these records of being in this spot for this amount of time or whatever. But those are downloads; those aren't sales.
5: You have to understand. There's a huge difference between downloading an album and/or a song versus taking time out of your day to go and buy an album. I Whether know it's a the difference. CD, I
6: was around during that time.
5: But yeah, but what I'm saying is, 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 is there's, there's just a difference in, in like there. You know, if you remember, Use Your Illusion One and Two. And at Tower Records, right in L.A. Oh yes, people were lined up for days for midnight until that album came out, mm-hmm. and I don't think we've seen anything like that since. You know, no. b- because it was such a uh, you know people in the
6: s- shoes that's what they line up for now.
5: People are still waiting for Spaghetti Incident, right? You know what I mean? You're we're, right. We're Chinese <laughs> democracy, uh-huh. but you have Jewel, one of the best selling debut I love albums. Love
6: Jewel. I did love Jewel.
5: Pearl Jam's Ten. Which would also be on my list.
6: Yes. Still, great album.
5: Still to this day. This weekend I was listening to it. Still to this day, I can listen from start to finish on that album. Nice. You know, and and I'll pop back and forth. I'll go to Porch and I'll come back. I'll go to Porch because Porch is my favorite song in Black. Backstreet Boys. I can see that. One of the best selling albums, debut albums, Matchbox 20. Uh, mm-hmm. yourself or someone like you. Uh, Boston, as Dougie T had said. Hootie and the Blowfish cracked Whee! rearview mirror. Oh right, you know. And the allure behind the Hootie and the Blowfish is Darius Rucker purposely did not put the band on the cover, right? Because he, he didn't
6: want them to know what they look like.
5: Yeah, because he was a black guy doing you know mm-hmm. rock or mm-hmm. pop rock, mm-hmm. and I don't think that he did it because he was trying to be tricky. He just wanted people to listen to the music for what the music to be was, fair. Yeah,
6: you
5: know. Which by the way, that album's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Whitney Houston's debut album I can see that Best Selling 22 million Britney Spears Baby One More Time Oh right mm-hmm. 25 million Linkin Park Hybrid Theory And then Appetite From GNR.
6: Speaking of Whitney Another album 95 that came out That you can listen to Front to back Was the Wait Until Exhale Soundtrack Which she had Multiple songs on that As well
5: But that wasn't Her debut album
6: No no it wasn't mm-hmm. A debut album It's just another One of those albums That you can listen to Over and over and never skip
5: Right. Yeah. Never skip. Yeah. That even now. Those would be called the um, uh, uh, visor visor albums. Oh
6: yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, the right? ones you keep up there that you can pop mm-hmm. in because they're reliable. Doesn't matter which one you slide out; it just put it in.
5: Right. It was the visor albums. Mm-hmm. So if you're on the road and and you know you can't look through your yep. case logic. Yep. Because you can't reach it. <laughs> Because it's on the floor or in the back seat.
6: That was one of the days. Yes.
5: So, see, here's how OCD I was. In college, when I was driving my sweet piece of a vehicle, my 88 Honda Prelude SI with four-wheel oh. steering, gold honeycomb rims, cherry red with a hole in the back uh, floorboard, from Wingate, North Carolina, back to Sarasota, Florida. No GPS, so I had the map. I had all my stuff. For some reason, I would always pack all my stuff up when I'd go home big box tv all my clothes and that's really all i had but i had the large case logic cd case
2: mm-hmm. and it
5: was sitting in the passenger seat with the map on top of it right And then i had my drinks and everything that i needed for the car ride and then the visor i would put up there chronologically knowing after doing the trip so many times
2: mm-hmm.
5: what i needed and when i needed it
2: <laughs> wow and there is a
5: stretch when i got back into the state of florida that I would take out The Offsprings debut album and I would put that in, you know. Uh-huh. Just so you know, you are getting this way. you are this way. You know, and there's, uh-huh. there's, a, there's a part in Florida that I would purposely hit at the right time where the sunset would be, smell <laughs> the salt water, and I'd have that, and I'd kick that prelude up a notch. <laughs> I would kick that prelude up a notch, because <laughs> there is something to be said about the right music at the right time when you makes you speed when you're mm-hmm. driving, mm-hmm. right?
6: Absolutely, Eminem yeah. does it for me. And
5: I'm just sitting
6: there. <laughs> 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 Cops get behind you, like, sorry, sir. No, nope. the music, right? Yeah. I didn't know I was speeding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ever get pulled
5: over and have, you know, like no, I didn't do it. Allspring made me do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> And the cops like, get it, man. I understand. I'm just going to give you a warning. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to ask you to take it out of the CD player. That's all I'm going to ask you to do. (laughs) So anyway, 35 years ago. That's a long time ago for Skid Row. But they're still torn with their new lead singer. And Sebastian Bach said that he wouldn't mind getting back together with the guys. And I bet. I don't (laughs) get paid. (laughs) I don't don't see that ever happening, unfortunately. I don't ever see that happening. Uh, Other albums? Dougie T?
3: Uh, you got my three, Montrose, Van Halen, and Boston. Those are the big three for me. Those are the
5: big three? Yeah. Boston, can you name all the tracks?
3: Um, No. No? <laughs> were, were <laughs> What's you,
5: your favorite? You, you a, were you a C, did you become a CD guy?
3: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. My favorite CD story was when Tom Petty, his new album, can't remember which one, came out, and they were playing it on vinyl. He actually heard it. They were rolling through L.A. and said, hey, I've got the CD. I'm going to bring it over to the station right now. And so they played the CD. That was the first time.
5: Oh, you came to the radio station. Yeah, this oh. is back in
3: L.A. Yeah, you were there. No, no, I oh. heard about it. Oh, that was gonna say that's yeah.
5: that's. <laughs> <Wow>. I heard <laughs> that's about gold, and if you were Tom there, great a penny story. That's, right? for, that's here. I got a CD story for you. Not not me, but the guy that came on after me, right uh, before me. He was uh, doing afternoons, and he had Green Day in the studio, and he went to play their new track off of whatever album, right, and. Um, uh, you know you, you the radio stations would usually have 3d uh, three CD players you know next to each other mm-hmm. and it didn't say what the CD was it would just have these red you know digital numbers you know you'd have the track and you know and all that kind of stuff so he ramps up this big thing he's got Green Day in the studio and here's the latest song from Green Day and he promotes it and it's this big thing and everybody's listening everybody's very excited and he goes into blink 182 oh no,
1: oh, no. Oh. <laughs> they left
5: oh my god no they left the studio wow they got upset and they left that's
6: a mistake you can't make yeah right (laughs) even i wouldn't do that (laughs) i'd be like what's the band what's the thing what's the cd get Uh y'all in the thing right now well you know copies of it (laughs) let me have it right in here
5: (laughs) like i mean that's them being punk rock you know i mean you could have given the guy a pass like obviously he didn't do it on purpose Right, I remember seeing a video years ago of Ted Nugent going into a small radio station and, you know, wants to talk about whatever. And they were actually playing Puddle of Mud before the DJ went into the conversation. They got pissed off at the guy because he wasn't playing Ted Nugent. Well, I'm like, the chances of you playing Ted Nugent on that radio station are slim to none. Just be happy you're on the air. Right. You know what I mean? All right. 916-909-0985. My daughter got a job.
6: Oh, let's go.
5: But the setup for this job is, uh, I don't know if this is a state thing or what, but it's a little much. All the hours of training at this place of employment and the one thing that she told me that people do at tanning salons that I never in a million years would have even thought of. It makes sense, but I didn't know people did this and she, part of her, Numerous hours of training had to learn how to deal with these special types of individuals. Tell you what that is here in a minute. Ooh, eight hours of training to become a person that works at a tanning salon.
6: Okay, what
5: does that sound normal for?
6: What I could see that being a thing because you need to learn how to properly like work Hmm. the machines. What to do if maybe somebody gets stuck in there. Um, The proper things that you have to tell people, the dangers that maybe they have to be aware of, how to fill out the forms. I mean. I'll
5: give you $100 if you can find me somebody that's been stuck in a tanning bed. Right. Other than Final Destination.
6: Right. Well, I don't don't go tanning or know anybody that does, but I would assume you could possibly get stuck in there, I think. No? It's it's impossible? I
5: I think it's virtually impossible. (laughs) Because the thing does, well, I guess it does close. You can't get stuck in a tanning bed. I don't think so. There's no way.
6: So when it closes, it doesn't lock. It just closes.
5: Oh no, it doesn't lock at all. Okay. No, 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 it doesn't lock. I mean, like I said, outside. I only see it on the movie. It's funny. It, well, there was one movie, Final Destination. <laughs> right. It was funny. I remember for some reason I was having a conversation one time, and I was like, "Oh, somebody should put that in a movie." And somebody goes, "Hey, dumbass, they did." So I, I had to go and watch it, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's exactly what I was thinking."
2: <laughs>
5: so trippy. So anyway, my daughter gets this job at a tanning salon. She was looking for a gig uh before you know we have to ship her off to college uh, university of alabama in august and uh, so she gets this job at this tanning bed <clears throat> and it's funny because a lot of the kids now she's 18 they don't do a lot of tanning they do spray tans.
6: I tan say, like, yeah they mm-hmm. spray it on
5: which you know was good because you know it's stuff's not the greatest for you you know with skin cancer mm-hmm. and everything so good for that generation that they do that and then she's like well i got the job i was like oh congratulations good job and she goes uh, i gotta go in for training i was like training for what and I was, she goes, well, you know, we got to learn how to do some of the things actually you just said. Mm-hmm. So how long you got to be there for? She goes, eight hours. I said, eight hours. That's a long time to learn how to say hi and welcome. Right? <laughs> you know, it doesn't what seem like that? there's eight hours of training. Did you bring goggles? Did you, Yeah. <laughs> Did you bring goggles? Would you like a little Playboy bunny to put in mm-hmm. your son little thing? So she goes, I said, well, what all do you have to learn? And she goes, you know, we got to learn to check people in. we got to learn the different beds. We have to learn... You know, to clean them down and wipe them down and stuff. Mm-hmm. We also have to learn to um, make sure that how to deal with people that urinate in the, in the trash cans. And, what? And then, and then she kept going. I go, well, you go? go back. I go, urinate in the trash cans. Oh, she goes, oh, it's a thing. I say, what's a thing? She goes, yeah, people, you know, because when you undress to get into the bed, then you realize that you have to pee. The, you don't want to. There's some people that don't want to leave. So they pee in the trash cans.
6: What?
2: Yeah, I know. That's what I said.
5: What?
6: I have never heard of anything like that. They don't give them robes. They couldn't just slip on a robe and go to the bathroom.
5: Yeah, none of those places give you robes. But you've got to put and you put your clothes back on and go urine it and go. So here's the other thing that, I, like, I'm trying to find out, think in my head why they would want to do that. When you go into a tanning bed, you take off your clothes. There's a certain amount of time that you have. So maybe possibly that time starts when you go in
6: and it doesn't stop
5: right and you you just don't have time so they just mm-hmm. sit there and they do their thing in the trash isn't that disgusting
6: that is disgusting yeah. use the bathroom before you go if it's a deal and if you have to you just have to break your time and go to the bathroom right so nasty. Yeah. yeah
5: they'll go in the trash can. they like it, that's part of the training to teach them how to deal with it. i said bees i go the first time you find you know bathrooms in the trash can you've got to tell me about that yeah because i love learning stuff that i didn't know and i never in a million i mean i guess it makes sense if i were to think about it people yeah, would but we're it. talking about women that doesn't sound like a
1: woman thing to do like i could see a dude doing it but a woman well, guy, well guys go tanning too I, mean, I know but like don't most mostly the clientele is female i have no idea you can't tell me that they're just training
5: that for the dudes i mean maybe i guess I would I would think that just as many dudes go tanning as women go tanning, right?
1: So in your head when she said that, who were you imagining peeing in the trash can? A woman. Right, <laughs> which doesn't make any sense, but you you know what I mean? Like, I just can't see a woman going, you know what? I'm just going to let her rip right here.
5: You you want to know uh, another, something else people do that they don't want to go to the bathroom? Like, they'll just do it right there? uh uh-huh, What? You, you want to guess? I'd say uh, hotel, pool, bar. Well, yeah, I guess the pool would be one. Of them. That's an easy one, but oh, yeah. gambling. Oh, really? What do they do, wear a diaper? Yeah, well, some people do, uh, and some people don't. Oh, no. There, there, uh, there, was a, there was a casino that I used to go to back in Georgia, and it was up in North Carolina because this gambling is illegal in Georgia, and the Baccarat tables were, you know, these people would stay there for days. Right. Hours. Definitely. Hours. I mean, I can sit for eight to 12. I can do, you know, I did nine hour session with uh, our afternoon guy, Abe, at the poker room last uh, the other weekend. That's not a problem. But I'm going to get up and use the restroom. Uh-huh. You know, these baccarat tables. I mean, these people will sit there forever. That's crazy. And there was a guy that we everybody knew he did this. He was an older guy. Uh, he had a lot of money and he would wear a diaper into the casino. And he wouldn't, so he'd never had to leave the table. Ugh. And it's not like you lose your spots.
6: Why do you say "oh" no. to that? It's a diaper. So it's, I mean, you can't smell it. It's not leaking out anywhere.
1: Yeah, but just like he's doing it because he's not going to get up from the table. Not because he's
5: incontinent. You want to know when you have a, pro- wear a diaper. You want to know when you have a problem gambling is when you wear a diaper.
6: Well, that is definitely table. a problem, but right. I'm just saying. I'd rather no, you that- wear a diaper than pee in a trash can. Yeah,
1: Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, y- you saying, well, I wear a diaper. You're not doing that because so you can sit and do something longer. You're doing it because there's probably an issue that would require you to do that. This guy is strapping up just so he doesn't have to get up from the gambling.
5: Can we talk for a second? Sure. Do you wear a diaper every day?
6: Not every day anymore. I did for a little bit because my bladder is just, I don't know, it's really weak now. I definitely always wear it when I travel. I just wear some form of protection pretty much every day. I don't wear the full diaper every day anymore because it's expensive.
5: That must have hurt your feelings the first time you had to put that on.
6: It was it was a little That'd bit different um, yeah. for sure. But I went to the doctor and everything, and she's like, no, you're fine. Just get Kegel balls. And I'm like, that's not going to help me.
5: Is is that a so thing? Why wouldn't it? Is that a thing like for, I guess, women? That you wear diapers? Especially post-pregnancy.
6: Yeah, I mean, women like- and if you've had babies. Uh, I mean, some don't. Some just try to put their little panty liners in and hope that it works. But I peed on myself like four times, and I'm like, nope, not no more. <laughs> I'm getting diapers. This is crazy. <laughs> I, I
5: I just feel for the next boyfriend that you get intimate with.
6: you <laughs> will never um. know. We'll never know if he doesn't listen to this show.
5: Yeah. (laughs) Have you ever wanted to feel like a pedophile with a 42 year old (laughs) woman? Oh, my God. Take off Nikki's drawls. (laughs) <laughs> no, Powder let me tell me, you something.
6: Honey. Men do not care. My best friend, when she was passing, she had to wear diapers, and her boyfriend, he did not care. He'll pull that pamper right to the side. I so would care. It didn't oh, matter. I don't pamper.
5: care how horny yeah. I am. I Second <laughs> rage puts on a diaper, it's time to put her in a home. Oh,
1: no. There, is, there
5: is no way... You know, my boy can perform if I'm taking diapers off.
6: No, they don't look like they're not old school, like what our grandmothers wore. They look like panties. So if I didn't tell you it was a diaper, you would think I had on some cute little bikini panties, but they're not. They're diapers.
5: I'm going to know. That I
1: have to see. Yeah, i have no. got to see this now.
5: Bring in a pair of those tomorrow. <laughs> no. Bring in a pair of real drawers and then panty, uh, uh, diaper drawers. No. Where do you buy those? Is it Babies baby's Us, Walmart. Walmart.
6: They sell them at Walmart.
5: Is that the only place you can get
6: those? No, you can get them at like the dollar stores too, Target. Everywhere has them.
5: Is that the secret at Victoria's? Like that, That's got- how
6: they look. Like I get the pink ones with the black. They put a little like lace design on it. So, well,
5: Doesn't that defeat the purpose? It's like putting a screen door in a submarine.
6: It doesn't defeat the purpose because trust me, when I fly, I cannot ever get to the bathroom fast enough on the plane. No, 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 then. the
5: laces. Like if it's lacy, it's going to leak
6: but they're like know, printed it's the, on it's printed on the pamper so, oh, it's, it's like, like it's fake stop saying,
5: brick
1: Stop saying pamper <laughs> like this one that i found here is an always discreet boutique that's what and i buy yeah that's well i figured because the way you just described it you described it very mm-hmm. well it's a printed on fake lacy design and it really does just look like a full butt pair of underwear it doesn't yep. look like i mean it's not like Cute underwear, but I could see how you'd be fooled by it mm. until you felt the plastic texture of
6: it. <laughs>
5: yeah, that's. <laughs> I mean, it's like all oh, these. <laughs> these are the hottest fire trucks I've ever seen.
6: <laughs> but I wouldn't wear that if I'm about to get jiggy with it. You're I wear that under- when I'm traveling or day to day.
5: What if you go out on a date with a guy and he's like, you know, I got a great idea. Let's do a road trip to Napa. Oh and yeah. then you're like, oh, there's no way I'm going to last. Uh, I'm gonna have to put on my my diaper my diaper drawers. No, and then he stops off and he's like, you know, I got it. I'm feeling it. You feeling it? I'm feeling it. And uh-huh. you guys get into the hotel room, and it, it's like it's dark. Yep. And he starts, he's like, what in these? You know, I got to turn the
6: whole, what in the Sam hell is this? You <laughs> are, I'm not sleeping on my pimping. If that ever happened, you can pull them off the side, just like a regular diaper. I'd snatch it off so fast, he, he'd think I just didn't have panties on. Yeah,
1: but what about like the
5: loud crinkling noise it's going to
1: make? <laughs> no, it's not, it's not loud. It's not
6: loud. I can do
5: it discreetly. They're like breakaway basketball sweatpants. I
6: can do it discreetly.
5: Did I just hear Velcro?
6: <laughs> yeah.
5: Yeah, but he wants, to, so do you have the regular panties on underneath?
6: No, or over, you just wear over, the pamper. Over the top. Why would you put regular <laughs> panties on if you have to pee in the thing? <laughs> well, it's part of the
1: presentation. Like, no. guys are into that.
2: Oh,
5: no. So, what you, you know, here's what I need to invent is the panty holster. That's right? That's great, yep. Yeah, so, you know, like, give me a second. I need to freshen up. And then you go into the panty holster oh, my and you pull God. out the
6: real panties. No, you don't even need real panties on. Yes, you do. Guys like mm. to take them off. No, they mm. are just as amazed when they realize you've never had them on.
5: Guys, like, you know, want to get sexy. They want to take them off with their teeth. If they're taking off your diapers with their teeth,
6: they're probably mm. going to chip their tooth. <laughs> oh. They're soft. Their yeah. Teeth, their teeth won't chip. You know, that's
5: something I've never heard. I've never heard a guy tell me a story that he was with a woman or vice versa. I mean, I'm sure it can go both ways, right? And uh, they say, yeah, this, this chick was wearing diapers. Yeah.
6: <laughs> Most people plan. don't know I do it. I just for reason. There's no reason, way,
5: no way. There is no way you could be with a man and him not know that you're not wearing sexy drawers.
6: Well, he may not he may know I'm not wearing sexy drawers, but he won't know it's a diaper, was what I'm saying. Not no man that's ever been around me knows when I have it on. It's like you ever. got some
5: Benjamin Button thing going on.
6: Do like, they how make old these? are
5: you?
1: Do they make these in my size? Yeah. I will go buy some and I will model. I think, you so to, you can, I think you have to buy those at Boeing. <laughs> I will have them flown in. <laughs> and then we can all model, because she's not going to model them for us, but I'll put them on.
5: Yeah, I, I, same thing with a guy. I mean, I'm sure guys have to wear them, too. I mean, I, I don't want to get into my problem, but I'm not wearing diapers. You're going to take what you're going to get. No. <laughs> I mean, if it's a little puddle action going You better love uh, that puddle
6: uh, mm-hmm. no Mm-mm. No thank you no. And see that is what I won't have I'm never. redefining
5: drip uh, 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 uh,
6: No
2: yeah. <laughs> No
5: Get everybody up to speed On what the real definition is After 40
2: No oh, thank you
5: Nikki's has call, calling it poor
2: <laughs> Leak <sighs> That's funny I never knew that about you Yeah
5: Really? You see, you wear them in the studio? Mm Mm-hmm. For real. For real. You should say something. For what? Just so I know.
6: No, you don't need Mm -hmm. to know. Well, how do
5: you know? Like, what if there's a leak in the studio and I'm like, well, I need
6: something to absorb the water? (laughs)
4: You're so stupid.
6: You better grab those napkins over there. (laughs) Quick, Nikki, take off your underwear. No. (laughs) Right. Not happening.
4: Doug's
5: been shot.
2: Oh, no.
5: He's bleeding everywhere. I want to get blood on the carpet. Take off your underwear. (laughs) Nope. All right. Fourth and final. Learn something new every day. Yeah, This came from a conversation with my daughter getting a job at a tanning salon, too. You need stuff to put diapers
6: in there for those people. Right? Oh. right? That's what they need to Not do. Not a bad idea. Yes, <laughs> yeah. make them purchase them.
5: All right. Fourth and final round of headlines. Last-minute calls, comments, concerns, 916-909-0985, anything on the text machine. Same number. What you got?
6: I'm going to tell you what star could help you win the presidential election and why camels were on an Indiana highway?
5: Ooh, camels! All right, uh, fourth and final round of headlines. Uh, wrap some stuff up. Get out for a Monday here in a minute.
6: Stand by for news. news, news, news,
1: news. It's time for today's top two headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra, read all about
2: it. Headlines.
5: And fourth and final round of headlines. Thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air. Good Guys Cooling.
6: Nikki. Beyonce can get your songs played, but Taylor can get you elected. Eight seven.
3: Harder than getting a, a ticket to the Renaissance tour or or or, or mm-hmm. br- yeah. Britney's tour. She's down in it's kind of warm in Brazil right now.
5: And that's
1: the that's end President of the
3: show. And Biden confusing a lot of things, among them Britney Spears and Taylor Swift. And he might want to call Taylor and apologize.
1: Democrats, especially female Democrats, absolutely love Taylor Swift.
6: And that's according to a new poll, Taylor Swift could sway voters in the 2024 presidential election. This poll was conducted by Redfield and Wilton Strategies, and it showed that 18% of voters said that they are more likely or significantly likely to vote for a candidate endorsed by Taylor Swift.
5: That's crazy. That drives me insane. You should never let someone else determine who you should vote for.
6: But that's what happens when they get all the stars and stuff like that to speak on their behalves and to back them up. And that's why, because people are swayed by things like
5: that. I don't disagree. I just I find it very silly, you know, especially a pop star. You know, I like Taylor Swift, but I don't know Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. nor do I care what she thinks about stuff like that. Like she, does, she doesn't call me and ask me what my problems are. You know, why should I care what she thinks?
6: No. And then uh, something else I'm going to tell you with her power, you know, these deep fakes were leaked uh, a week ago, I think. with oh, the her sexy stuff. Right. And if you go now anywhere and try to find a picture of that deep fake, even that was leaked, I can't find it anywhere.
5: No. That's like the
6: power of Taylor Swift. She, wow, she,
5: she's got an app. She runs the internet. She's Is that it? most powerful person <laughs> in the world. She's going to determine the next president of our country. She can get stuff removed from the internet. She's got so many people that work for her that do things for her. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 nuts. Uh, and you know, she, to her credit, making it to the Super Bowl in her first year in the league is pretty <laughs> <a> remarkable. <laughs> <test.
2: Eight. laughs>
5: her first year in the league. I want to know if the Chiefs give her a bonus. <laughs>
6: they should give her something like
5: the rest of the players that will be there in Vegas. Uh, for her first year, I yeah. want I, I, I think one of the most exciting things about this upcoming Super Bowl is the betting angles with Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. because usually the bets, the prop bets are uh, when it comes to celebrities, will they show? Will they mention? With her, you have a bunch of fun things to bet on. Will she make it? You know, will mm-hmm. she cancel her tour? Will Travis Kelsey give the Taylor heart? You know, if he scores a touchdown, you know, like all these little things that I don't know if these different sites will take advantage of, but that makes the game more fun, especially Mm -hmm. for people like you, Nikki, that don't care about the game. Right. You know, you don't really care about betting either, but you know, if you, if you want to play along.
6: No, um, I just care about boxes.
5: You want the boxes. (laughs) We're going to have to find. (laughs) Now there's a Super Bowl party that I was invited to. uh, And I've, I'll ask today if they're going to have boxes there uh if not we're going to have to find someone that's having a super bowl party that does the
6: boxes (laughs)
5: even if you don't attend you can then get boxes yeah just
6: let me have some boxes at your party please and why was it you didn't take get boxes at my last party because i when i got there you guys had already started doing it and you had already explained it so i didn't know what it was and you were just like hurry up the game's starting give me your money and i'm like i don't even know what's happening Mm
5: -mm. oh that's right you were (laughs) late wow that's shocked! Right? Oh, oh, wasn't there
6: in time for whenever you were doing the box? She had to change
5: her diaper. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's well, right. You guys always call them boxes. Here we call them squares. Okay, All well, squares. it's
5: the same, same shape. Oh, okay. it's the same concept. Yeah. Let's like, call it, it a box. The box. Of,
1: uh. <laughs> some a, money. Such a stickler over there. <laughs> <laughs> she had to change her diaper. <laughs> ah that's why she couldn't get the boxes uh-huh. yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> couldn't right. get it out of the box yeah.
6: <laughs> Ah! <laughs> all right, second madagascar came to life in indiana h8
3: sheriff's officers shared these videos of camels and zebras strolling along the highway the animals were from a circus in fort wayne they were all rescued safely and even got a snack of hay
6: State troopers just driving along and all of a sudden he sees a semi-truck that's engulfed in flames. Well, the guy who was driving the truck had gotten out. He's on the side of the road and he lets them know that there's still animals inside of the truck. I guess he was not able to get them out and he wasn't willing to risk it. So this deputy, along with another a uh, member of the circus dashes in to get all these animals out of this semi and they're just kind of along the highway in the videos and then some of the state troopers are taking pictures with the zebras. All of the animals and everybody involved were okay. Two of the cops though did suffer smoke inhalation and they had to go to the hospital, but they're doing
5: fine oh that's a good story.
6: Yeah, the the fire was caused by an equipment failure. And as soon as I saw this story, I thought I dreamed the other night about fire. I was in a four story apartment and it caught on fire. And the craziest part about this whole thing was the first thing I did was I dashed outside. I saw the fire going up the building, and then I remember like, oh, shoot, my kid's in there. I got to go back in. So then I go back into the fire (laughs) to get my kid But not only was she there, there was a baby in there. I don't know whose baby it was. Mm. I don't have a baby. Don't want a baby. Don't know anybody that has one. But there was a baby at my house that I was responsible for. Mm. So my kid gets out. I get the baby out. Then I go back outside. There's no fire trucks. There's no police. I go to the leasing office and I ask the lady, like, do you know the apartment's on fire? She's like, yeah, it'll die down soon. (laughs) Nobody ever came to put out the fire.
5: Did you look it up?
6: What that means? Yeah.
5: No. But yeah. it
6: means something I know.
5: Well did and you then have, I saw this story. did you ever
6: get your kid out by the way? I did. I got the oh, kid okay. and the baby out. Mm-hmm.
5: Okay. You but you didn't once I didn't have
6: a dog, so don't say what I do with the dog. The dog wasn't oh, in the no. dream, so I don't know.
5: Well, the maybe the baby is your daughter's. <laughs> Right. not say that. Well, I'm not. I, look, I'm just trying to help you. Try oh, to, no, 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 no. That wasn't. You didn't leave that as an option for the drink. No. You're I like, don't I don't know I who the baby, baby was. It wasn't my baby. <laughs> it wasn't the neighbor's baby. <laughs> well, let's do process of elimination. It's right. actually a thing. In your house. Mm-hmm. I
6: don't know whose baby that was. It wasn't think, hers either. Instead no. of
5: <laughs> using a blanket to fight the fire, she actually pulled her underwear off. <laughs> and was able to parachute the apartment. What?
2: <laughs> <laughs> And put out the
5: entire fire. No, no, no. There's a lot of dream stuff going on. I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of the dreams. Mm-hmm. The fire and the, the you leaving before saving your child and then finding out there's another <laughs> child and nobody, the leasing office, not knowing that there's a fire, meaning mm-hmm. that no, no one else knows about your fire going on in your head. The way
6: I took it was oof, I can't lot. depend on other people to come and rescue me. I have to save myself. That's and not no what I got out of. I can depend on you either. You ran out first. No, but I went back. That's the whole thing. If at first you don't succeed, <sighs> Be dust yourself off and try again.
5: Yeah, is that what you got out of that? Yeah, I got something totally uh-huh. different. out of that. <laughs> I got a congratulations, Grandma! Right, right.
1: World should, best Grandma no.
5: mug. <laughs> you need to find a new place to live. No, yeah, I didn't get any of that. Check to see if your dog's still alive. <laughs> no, nope, she didn't do that. You know, might want to have a conversation with your daughter and make sure she says happy birthday to you next year. Or you're going to leave her in a fire. There's a lot to unpack there.
6: It's always a lot to unpack with my dreams. All right. Always.
5: Tomorrow going to be a very interesting day whether good or whether bad. I know Eli Roth is going to join the program if all goes well, if you care about it. Which that. is
1: awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's so cool.
5: I'm going to bring in a bag that contains the key to Nelson's old apartment here in Sacramento. Mm. And also something else that was left behind by Nelson that I now have in my possession. Thank God I have this in my possession. Why? I'll tell you tomorrow. I can't believe dum-dum face left it there. Dang. Talking about leaving your kid in the fire. Uh Uh-huh. This is a big deal. Big deal. Real big deal.
6: And a stranger could have gotten it.
5: A stranger did get it.
6: Well, technically, yeah.
5: Well, yeah, I mean, I was able to get it from the stranger.
6: (laughs) He wasn't a stranger to you, though, thank God.
5: I just hope he survives the day.
6: He's not, because it's going to be on his mind all day what he left. Oh, I didn't mean to do that, man. I'm sorry. Because he has Mm. no idea. I can tell you that right now. Too much stuff in there.
5: I didn't mean to get in your head for 24 hours. My fault. Thanks. Anyway, diggity, what you got? Boxes and squares,
6: X's and O's. There you go. Nelson,
1: just going to focus on my breathing and like uh, stare at a blank wall and just not think about tomorrow. Doug a T. Taylor's going to the Super Bowl.
5: There you go. All right. At Listen to the BS, give us a like, share, follow on the social. Get the podcast, including the uncensored uh, podcast that we do and uh, release every Wednesday on the Odyssey app or the BaileyShow.com. Mickey's up next. Enjoy. Hang out till 3 o'clock with our buddy Abe Cannon. And if all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow at 6 a.m. Epa!
1: That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What big award did you win today? You know,
2: I kid out of disappointment. Not listening, not anymore. The BS.